welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to The Sigma Show, episode 76. I'm your host, Sigma, and before I let you know who's joining me today, we do have a full house. Real quick, we'll go over what our topics will be. Uh, first up, uh, Regal Cinemas in the U.S., uh, known worldwide as Cineworld, uh, is apparently filing for bankruptcy. Uh, that's a big deal because they're the number two theater business in the world, apparently, just under NEMC. Uh, so that's a thing that's happening. Uh, a, a concept that came out in the story like a couple weeks ago, but like I really found it super interesting. I really want to get you guys' take on it. Is this whole rise of the virtual influencer that's coming about? Like I, I really want to talk and dig deep onto like what this actually means. Um, is it a possibly good thing? Is it a post-apocalyptic thing? I don't know. One or the other. Uh, and finally, we have uh, a lot of information coming out of the filings for Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard. Uh, and in Brazil specifically, a lot of information has come out that have revealed some back and forth bickering between both Microsoft and Sony in regards to, you know, Microsoft claiming Sony's blocking their uh, blocking games from showing up on Game Pass and Sony essentially calling Microsoft's attempt to buy Activision Blizzard anti-competitive. Uh, but we'll dig deep into that with our guests. This week, I'm joined by Blue Bones. Oh, no, what all of Blue's volume. Hold on. One more time. It's okay. been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Blue Bones, B L U B zero N E S. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. Uh, Superman, Jeff. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yep, yep. V. We'll see, blogs. Hello, I'm here to start violence. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> You're understand, short. Lovely Yokita Cat. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> there she is. Welcome, everybody. We've got uh, more guests than we usually do. But it's not the first time. This isn't the first time we had this many guests on a show. But folks were just so eager, so ready to talk about these topics today. There's like, there's no way you can stop if you get on the show. I was like, you know what? Fine. Not happening at Fine. all. We either eat. Was I waited for my check to clear. Discord. As for, Discord. I had demands, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm assuming the demands are made. his face off. Yeah. Lies. All lies. Anyway, um, real quick, just to warm everybody up, we'll try and quickly briefly go over what we've been playing watching kind of catch up a little bit um because it has been a while like we didn't actually stream last week because of uh you know birthdays and stuff yeah. but um anybody want to go first let us know what you've been uh playing watching much. getting I'll into first um multiverse has been playing a lot of that a lot of that we actually streamed some on friday night blue came out for a little bit and played some some 1v1 matches some free for all it's been pretty pretty yeah. spicy lately um some pretty good matches um even played last night i think i've been playing almost every night for at least you know a half an hour or so blowing up um, my discord i know like oh who's coming <laughs> who's coming eyes 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 but um they need to fix the stability of the game a lot of times uh you want to be able to open a custom lobby custom lobby won't be able to you can't open one um or to crash or there'll be errors and yeah. you're still getting that janky stuff um where you'll zoom around the map um, so not as much, break, yeah. yeah, like it's, especially if you have like an iron giant on the map, just because it requires so much, so many frames, it just kind of <laughs> like messes up everything else around it. So hopefully they fix that, but the game's been, been really fun. Um, I think we got Morty dropping on the 22nd. So I saved up, oh, yeah, got, my, got my coin saved up for him. <laughs> they seem to be doing stuff on Mondays. Not, 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 it's, you know, a break from tradition. Most Things like DLC or stuff drop on Tuesdays or Fridays yeah. or something. So Mondays are good uh, because uh, we also got the new DLC from Destiny dropping on Tuesday. Yes. Um, with uh, Arc 3.0. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's going to be fire. Yeah. 
Is that the last uh, rework? Yep. Yeah, rework, yeah. And they definitely put their foot in this one. This one's really good. They brought back Blink for the Hunters. So I'm excited about that. Oh, my God. Y'all, y'all don't need All right. Blink. Well, y'all have a good one. What's going on over I'm there? Blink. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they added a new super for the um, for the Hunter as well. It's like a staff he throws where it could stick into someone and then it generates lightning and stuff around it. Oh, my God. Or it could hit the bro. ground. Exactly. Um, they buffed the... Um, the super for the for the warlocks, the storm trance one, um, and added a bunch of stuff where you your melee attack is your normal melee attack is when you run and slide, you turn into an electric ball, and then lightning strikes in the plane the place that you exit the ball. That's kind of dope. If you it is. Yeah. those slide moves in Destiny Two are highly underrated. They are highly underrated. Like a lot of them are really freaking good. You have reflex. You have projectiles. You have uh, combo melee moves when it comes to the Titans. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people be sliding on those slide mechanics, sleeping on those slide mechanics. Yep, <laughs> they're really good. Yeah. So they said Arc is going to be all about moving fast. The mechanics are Jolt, Amplify, yeah. and Blind. So there'll be moves that'll blind the character, um, take them, making them their screen white, take them with their HUD for a couple seconds, stuff like that. Um, so. Okay. This mechanic will be an, like an an always, oh, kind of an all. You don't need to uh, equip any aspects or anything to, to make it happen. When you kill multiple any enemies, you automatically become amplified, amplified, and it increases your 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 speed. So like your your uh, your agility and stuff like that. So that's gonna be really good for me, who somebody who runs like a hundred agility anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be even <laughs> even faster. <laughs> so that's gonna be. You talking about like for. Like PvP stuff or for PVE stuff that'll be more beneficial, you think? For the other classes, it'll be P- it'll be beneficial on PVE. For me, though, like for Hunter, because I already run so much mobility, it's just going to be so good in PvP. Um, but the other stuff they that they added, like the new supers, the jolt. So if you jolt someone, your next hit on them will blind them. Um, so there's a multiple moves that um, jolt people um, or blind them. So that's um, like solar was uh, restoration and um, radiant, so damage and healing. This one's more uh, you buff yourself and you blind the other opponent. Um, you buff them. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Um, the cool thing about the hunter super though is it'll st- if you throw it into a boss, it'll stick inside the boss and it'll be in there generating lightning the whole time. Jeez. So like hmm. it's not like a, it doesn't have to go on the ground. You can go right into an opponent. So that's gonna be. Super interesting. I'm wondering what the exotics they're going to add to that. Um, Besides playing, I finished uh, Dota Blood Dragon Book 3. That was really, really good. Um, The animation on that. So that that show is on its third season? Mm -hmm. Yes. How long is it? How long ago did that come out? Uh, Three years ago? Four years ago? Yeah, Yeah, about three. My wife just started watching it. It looks interesting. It's a beautifully animated. Like I thought, Castlevania was beautifully animated, but this like definitely. Ooh, chill, 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 chill. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before you not say what you about to say, not chill. To say it's not beautifully animated. This just is like like another level above that. Like you can tell their above? budget. Yes, like okay. the animation are, is. Are there diff- Are they different studios or? Yes. Is it like the same? Yes. Yeah. Different studios, but I just mean like you can tell the quality the. The budget they had versus what Castlevania had. I mean, but don't get me wrong, Castlevania was very, very real. 
very well animated. It was a it was an excellent to me it was a, a nine point five out of ten as far as my 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 review on it, you know. <laughs> um but Dota was really good. The story was very compelling. Um I felt like it dragged a little bit at the end, but it was very, very good. It didn't really show a lot of characters from the actual um MOBA, but it did show a few. Um <clears throat> but it was just really good. Um aside from that, She Hulk episode one came out and I was I thought it was really, really good. Um, wasn't sleeping on it, but I, I was interested to see the route they were going to go. A legal comedy, how could that work in the MCU? But I will say mm-hmm. the first episode was definitely set the par and was really, really good. Does Daredevil show up in the first episode? Daredevil, no? no. There's no Daredevil. I don't even know if he's going to show. We don't know. Just speculation. We, I'm pretty sure we, we know <laughs> that he's going to show. <laughs> He's the only other like attorney in the MCU, right? Are there any other like law related superheroes? There's She Hulk and there's Daredevil. Like, is that it? I can't think of anybody I else thought, who, um, who had their law, who had the, their law degree. Wasn't the um, wasn't there a version of Spawn? Not Spawn. Um, Venom. That was. Oh, first of all, isn't Harvey Dent uh, um, district attorney? But that's, oh, that's DC. DC. Harvey that's Dent. DC. Is my fault. My yeah. Fault. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought another Harvey. Wasn't there a, a Venom that was also named Harvey, or something like that? I don't know. No, there was uh, Eddie Brock. There was the Eddie uh, Brock. No, no, not Eddie Brock. That's the same man. Who's the um? Have, in Spider Man Three, the one with Tobey Maguire. Who that was, was Eddie Brock. Oh, that was Eddie Brock. What's, what was yeah. his job? Yeah, he was a he was a he was also a reporter. Oh, was, that's what like it was. Peter. Okay, okay, freelancer. Yeah. The other dude was so uh, technically. The jock from uh, Peter's school. What was his name? Um, he became Flash. Yeah, he became Agent uh, Agent Venom. So he mm. was a, a Shield agent, kind of. Okay, yeah. No, I, I definitely out of my element on that. So y'all got it. <laughs> uh, Nick the OG said it's Ally McBeal, but she rips people in half when she loses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the only legal comedy I could think of last time. You you mentioned it. That was like the premise. Mm. It does draw from that. And definitely, I mean, She-Hulk has a history of breaking the fourth wall. So, you know, it's not done overly, but it's done in, in good spots. I think that helped to, uh, and like, this isn't a spoiler, but her origin, they, they do it super quick and clean. Like, they get it right out the way. So I love that. Uh, for She-Hulk. Okay. So, so good. So, you know. Good, good times. Nice. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. Um, anybody else want to jump in? <laughs> no, <all> right, I'll <laughs> go. Uh, <laughs> I haven't actually been playing a ton that I haven't been like assigned to play, but I will say um, uh, a review just came out on Escapist for Midnight Fight Express. Um, it's essentially kind of like a top-down isometric view, uh, like Streets of Rage, uh, beat 'em up type game, whatever. Um, like honestly, like if you look at clips of it, like it, it's very, very gifable. Like it's got great fight animations and choreography. Uh, for like finishers and like environmental kills and stuff like that. So like, as a snapshot, like it it's really really uh, eye catching. But as like an extended five hour playthrough, um, it does kind of get a little old. Like honestly, um, like I'm a big fan of beat 'em ups. Um, I, I like the energy, like the goofiness of like a lot of those uh, game stories. Sifu being an exception because they actually told a, a serious story, which I was really into, even though it was still super stylish. But like Streets of Rage 4, um, 
Varsity Girls, like, they have dumb stories, but it's all, like, fun and in good faith or whatever. Like, this was trying to emulate... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I just had a question. Um, I, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but what makes something gifable? You said that earlier. I'm trying to feel that. Um, basically, like, something that has, like, good highlights. Like, you could take, like, a really short snippet mm-hmm. of it, and it can easily go viral on the internet. Got you. Okay. Like, uh... You guys, have you guys been on Twitter and seen this this gif of uh or this video of like squirrel with a gun? Yes, <laughs> not yet. That that sort of thing. Okay, it's it's like by just looking at two three seconds of it, you're like, wait, what is that? That's a game. Like you're interested, you're intrigued, you want more. Like it's it's easy to to sell you on just a very short snippet mm-hmm. of it. But in terms of like a full experience, like now that we're in the door, it's like, all right, well, what is this going to deliver? For me, at least. I felt like Midnight Fight Express was kind of dropping a the ball there. Like, because it's one claim to fame are those really good animations. Apparently, they got the uh, the stunt uh, the stunt man who did, like, all the mocap for God of War, like, 2018 God yeah. of War, to basically be their stunt man in this game. Yeah. And, like, all that is amazing. Like, great-looking, like, parries and blocks and counterattacks and whatnot. But, like, you're, you're doing the same motions the whole time. Like, I, n- I never really felt like I was learning how to fight better against these goons like the goons weren't really challenging me to do anything different mm-hmm. and even though like the animations were like they just kept coming like they were always varied and like fun to watch i wasn't feeling like i was the one doing it for the most part like it still felt really mashing right. to me uh versus a game like sifu where like by the end of that game like you feel like you have mastered something like it's like like reading enemy patterns and like mixing your combos in a way that actually deals with them like feels like something you're involved in. Gotcha. Like Midnight Fight Express did not really give me that uh impression. I, can see I that. feel that. Now, is that um, out already or is that coming out? Yeah, that just came out uh the 18th. Okay. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass it actually is. too. So you can try it out yourself. Yep. Um Yeah, so I mean like I'm not saying like you won't enjoy it. Like uh, a lot of people probably have a good time with it, but I don't I don't know if it'll last the whole way through, but it's on Game Pass, so you might as well, you know, dive in. See, see how much you enjoy it and stuff. Um, it also had music from Noise Cream, which is the guy who did the music for My Friend Pedro, which is another very gifable game. If you remember that, like the super acrobatic, like uh, dual wield pistol yeah. 2D platformer. Yeah. Like that game had a similar issue where it sort of ran thin on its plot, its premise, and its mechanics at length, even though it was a really short game. I gave it only like three hours, but it had really good music. Mm. And Noise Cream did 40 individual tracks for all 40 levels in this game but most of them are very boring like it really felt like he kind of phoned it in here which is sad because like it was a highlight in the last game that he was involved in so mm. i don't know it, 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 like it has a really strong first impression and just doesn't hold up and, I, and i'm wondering if maybe that's you, working against you, it, how strong that first impression are you is. comparing it to the songs from my uh my friend Prejo, or are you just letting it stand on its own that's that's a good um... no the thing is I didn't know that he had also done music for my friend Pedro until after gotcha. I started writing. Like I already had the opinion, like, oh, these songs are kind of forgettable. But like they made a big deal out of, oh, this the music is done by Noise Cream. So I looked them up. I was like, what else has he done? Found out, oh, he also did the music in this game. Watched my review of that game, because I actually reviewed that back on the Game Entry channel. And I highlighted in that that I really <laughs> liked the music. So I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's actually messed up that <laughs> he's fallen this far down. But um, but yeah, uh, it's on Game Pass, like I said, so definitely check it out if you're interested. Um, outside of gaming, um, I, I was talking in the, the Discord about this already, but like I've been 
watching a bunch of the new Rise of TMNT, well, the older Rise of TMNT cartoon. I think it's the most recent right. one. But but Jeff mentioned it got canceled. I didn't realize they actually canceled it already. But it has a new movie on Netflix. Oh, man, which so good. Prompted me to watch the series so that I could then watch and understand everything going on in the movie. And, like, the show is great. Like, I am so into all of the remixed information for the turtles. Like, they're younger. They have slightly different abilities, slightly yeah, different weapons. different types of turtles. Um, they're not all the same turtles. When, uh, like, Leo's a snap turtle. Ralph is when... Uh... I feel like they've done that sort of thing before, where, like, some were, like, kind of off-colored from each other or, like, had a slightly different design than each other. Or whatever. This is, like, very... And I like that. Like, yeah. it makes it... Yeah, it makes it easier to tell them apart. And it makes their... You know, everyone knows them. Like, oh, Michelangelo's the party dude. Leo's the leader, but they kind of define their personalities a lot better in this. Like, they're much more distinct. They're all funny. They're all interesting. They're all like goofy, but like, you really get to understand like how they play off of each other and like what they like and don't like about each other. Like, the reason why Raphael and Leonardo butt heads all the time because that's a classic Ninja, Ninja Turtles. They reversed thing, it. Is it's because yeah. yeah, because Raphael is the leader in this version, and Leonardo is kind of like a goof mm-hmm. off. So it's like when he's trying to get them to focus, Leonardo is the one kind of taking the attention all the time. And it's because he's very self-absorbed, like a leader would be. Like I can I can totally see if they were to keep going at some point, they're like, oh, Leonardo grows up and decides that, or not he doesn't decide, but like they all decide Leonardo should actually be the leader because he comes up with all the ideas and plans. And Raph is and Raph, you know, he Yeah, he's more <laughs> he's better at other things than necessarily leading. Like he's more like the backbone of the team in that right. regard. Like he's, he keeps everyone together. If you want to get started, he forces them to be better. Have you seen the movie? Have you did you watch the movie or just snippets? You said right. Well, yeah, like um, during like Adam's birthday, we were like doing a bunch of other stuff. He put it on the background. So like I was seeing it here and there, but I was trying not to pay too much attention. You know, I, so I'm gonna watch it over I'm later. Some slack from this, but it's definitely to me by far the best team and team movie, live action or anything. like of all, really better than any. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a big because honestly the nineties movie I I watched it uh at this I mean, point. They don't hold up. Back. When it came out, they were but like I think yeah. it I think no 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 I think the nineties movie does hold up. That's what I was gonna say. Like that that old live action I don't know about the second and third one. I haven't seen those in a really, really long time. But the first one actually does hold up. It's still very <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> so like I'm interested in maybe rewatching that uh at some point too after I get through all the series and then watch this new movie. But like I'm I'm really high on the turtle. Like the, the main thing is the animation. Like they, they borrow a lot from, like, anime-style fight scenes and whatnot, but more so it's just super kinetic movement from, like, the characters, from objects. Like, stuff is always, like, flipping and spinning, and, like, they have all the dramatic, uh, you know, moving backgrounds and stuff. Like, it, it feels so fun to watch the way everything moves in that show. Mm. And, like, the, the energy just, like, it just really gets me, like, really hyped to, like, keep watching more and more of it. So, like, I've, I've been really enjoying that, and I'm... Um, it's sad that that guy canceled because, yeah. like, it's, it's. I did a video about this like forever ago, like how people were hating on that show when it was first announced that's part of because of nostalgia. Yeah, that's part of reason. Yeah. Meanwhile, the original '80s show was straight up garbage. Like, just if you watch that today, that show is absolutely terrible. But I challenge you to watch. So, like, it's, it's really Netflix, sad. You'll, and and tell me what you think. I'm telling you, it's really good. As far as like, it's definitely a little bit more mature than the TV show. Like, it has some mm-hmm. more mature. Like, I don't mean like like. uh it deals more. It's a little darker than the, than the actual TV show on Netflix, but it's it's very good. And this got commissioned after the show was canceled already, right? So you right. said the popularity of Netflix essentially got them to make the movie. Uh, yeah, budget to 
do some more some movies. So maybe anything else. Maybe they'll hopefully keep doing movies or like other specials for it on Netflix since that seems to be popular. In which case they can be a little more mature or more, uh, you know, not that they need to be darker because I really do love the goofiness of the the yeah. show. But like as long as they get to do more of it and be more free to do what they want, like I think that's a good like thing. I wouldn't be mad if they did in the same vein they did like a um, TMNT Ronin. Like if they did it in this kind of same type of art style. Oh, oh, like they tell that story like with right. like this. Okay, yeah, that'd be interesting. But yeah, but that's pretty much it for me. That's what I've been playing and watching. Nice. Uh, who who wants to go next? I feel I feel bad going next. Like I feel like us three always <laughs> kind of go first. So I'm just kind of dude. Letting... You're good. I was initially going to talk, and then I'm like, oh look, I'm getting pings. It's Saturday. Why are we oh, talking bro. about work it's right now? Clearly Sunday. So <laughs> Sunday. I'm yeah, it done. Like, it sounds like I, a listen. I Listen, got you, I, thank you. So I you appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's been a minuto. Um, I've been I've been doing a lot. Uh, my my media company is picking up a lot of work. Um, I'm, the wife and I are looking to buy a house. There's there's a lot going on in the blue in the blue uh, life right now, but there's also a lot of uh, relaxation that goes on. So I've been watching a lot of stuff, playing a lot of stuff, right? First of all, I did want to say, um, I know we're going to talk about it later, but you mentioned Cineworld earlier, and that just sounds so delicious. Um, and I know, you know, it's about <laughs> cinema, <laughs> but I was just thinking about Cinnamon World. Like, okay, anyway. That's actually yeah, I'm just... <laughs> this is like, it's a whole world of just cinnamon yeah, rolls and honey you know, buns. Like, um, back in LA, there's a restaurant called The Stinkin' Rose, and it was a garlic-themed restaurant, and they had all kinds of garlic everything. And it was, it's actually pretty good, but, you know, that's... That's mm. the thing. So I was like, Cineworld, that sounds like cavities. But anyway, um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot, um, been watching a lot, just kind of getting through the days. Uh, I'm going to start with mobile games because, you know, I've been trying to highlight that. I've been on this game, Survivor.io, and I'm pretty sure it's a rip of something else that was lower budget. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. It's one of these games where you're just this little guy with like a shuriken and there's zombies coming at you from all sides of the screen. Okay, it's a vampire survivor rip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, you get little. Yeah, because that got really popular. Yeah, so I got, I found this one. Um, unfortunately, I was playing another game, and then I saw the ad. I'm like, it can't be like that. And so I, I downloaded it. They got me on that one. I was like, oh, it is actually fun. So Survivor IO has been great. Um, I'm going to try not to spend too much time on all this stuff, but I do want to tell you guys some really cool stuff. What We Do in the Shadows is back, um, I think season three. Uh, yeah. Bro, if great. y'all not watching that, do yourself a favor. Go watch it. If you like any kind of Halloween theme, if you like LGBTQ, if you like just comedy, if you just like like good vibes and good writing, just watch it. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. Really great. Um, Midnight Mass. I finished that. Uh, that was... Oof. Like, oh my god. That, I cannot remember the name of the guy who does that, but it's the same dude who did Haunting a Hill House and... Uh, Whatever. What's the other thing on Netflix? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure because I hate horror, which is the craziest thing. Like I'm not a fan of like stuff that's yeah. I didn't watch Haunted Hill House because yeah, it's supposed to be a, a big ghost story or something. Yeah, I haven't watched that at all. But my younger brother, he's like, look, man, I know you hate horror. Go ahead and watch Midnight Mass, 
And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. That doesn't even sound right. And so some weeks later, um, I was looking for something to watch, and I texted him. I couldn't remember the name. But, well, let me stop. I remembered the name, but I didn't believe that's what he told me. Because when I looked it up on Netflix and I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, no, there's no way my brother told me to watch this. Um, <laughs> this looks scary as hell. He said <laughs> one thing that he told me that rang true throughout the whole series is that the people are scarier than the monsters. And I was like, what? How is that even? I said, and when I watched this, I was like, yeah, there are some scenes. Somebody walked in a room, and if it was a monster, it would have been less scary than the person that walked in the room. Because there was just some heavy, heavy scenes. I heard it uh, called Midnight Monologue. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's so, oh my God, there's so many monologues all, in that show. But they're, they're, but they're good. good. They're all they're good. good. I, don't, I need to double check. I need to make sure that somebody got some awards for this. Because if you're Mike Flanagan is the writer. Okay, awesome. Mike Flanagan did his thing. I had one issue with the plot point at the end. Um, but if you guys haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil that one for you. So please go watch Midnight Mass I if mean, you're interested. You kind of did. Now I know. I'm, I know to expect all these monologues. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah you got it. Yep. Jeff, great job. Jeff, Jeff. Flanagan did it. You know, I, I could have found that stuff out when I watched it. <laughs> Yeah. Who, who is Jeff Flynn? <laughs> he just put himself in there. He's like, all right, whatever. He right, just inserted himself into the story. Um, so with some of the, the open party squad, I've been playing Among Us. Uh, I've been trying to get a Fall Guys game going, but Among Us has been great less, uh, every now and then. Um, we, we did, what, two, three nights? Two nights this week, I think it was. Um, that was great. Jeff was there one night. Kat was there. Um, that was fun. Um, oh, Sorry, let me go back to watching real quick. Legendary on HBO Max. I am catching up. If y'all need some ballroom, alphabet, army, like, stuff in your life. <laughs> watch what? Alphabet, army, LGBTQ, blah, 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 blah. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that went right over my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> hey, get you in that, that circle so you know the terms. <laughs> I'm just bugging. I didn't, I didn't realize they just called it alphabet. That's Alphabet, army, yeah. So, um... Legendary, if you guys don't know, it's a show about ballroom voguing. Um, it's a uh, contest, uh, not reality show, but it's a, it's a like American Idol kind of deal. But you have houses, so it's like a scripted show about no, it's not uh, American Idol type it thing. Oh, oh, this is people going okay. up for a hundred thousand um, dollars dance performances and Vogue. Specifically. Ah. You have houses, so these are teams that are going up and battling against each other. Um, it's very, very. Um, What's the word? And I, I, I don't think even flamboyant is the word. It's just so high energy. That's the word. Legendary is very high energy. I think it's very well shot. It's such a clean show. Um, a lot of fun. If, you, if you've watched... Um, oh, my gosh. What is that? Uh, it's eluding me right now. I promise you. Babe, what's the name of that show that we watched that Legendary is similar to that you watched? Y'all, she has the answer right here. Watch <laughs> Blanca was in it. Okay, we both have brain farts. Yeah, she's nah. gonna get it in a second if you go help me out. <laughs> I put her on the spot. That's on me. Dancing with um, the stars. There you go. No, it's not dancing with the stars. <laughs> chaos today. I can't keep up with you, Jeff. I know, right? Um, she's gonna get it to me in a second. But 
Pose. That's the name of it. If you guys have watched Pose, it's this Pose. Okay, I heard Pose. I was concerned for something. I can't watch Hose. There is some Hose in Pose. Okay, bitches on Gram. Chill. There is some Hose in Pose. That's what Will used to do in the Bronx anyway. Hey, hey, hey! That's only on my OnlyFans account. Take it easy. Hey, hey! Look, and it's so funny because Pose takes place in New York. Um, yeah, so if you yep, pose as a scripted oh, no. show, Legendary is the real competition. So oh, okay. those go hand in hand right there. Um, watching Adventure Time. I'm in season six. I've been watching it from beginning to end. Um, just a real quick little uh, blurb on that. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. There's a lot of crazy stories that are coming out of every... At this point, every episode is a detail about some crap I didn't know about before. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really interesting. But I knew... And it's, you know, this is not a spoiler at this point, but I knew that Finn was going to lose an arm. I'd seen all the pictures, right? I knew Finn was going to lose an arm. Yeah, they, they kind of tease it in the show itself. Exactly. So me knowing it, I'm seeing that they're teasing it, but I'm waiting so much. It's like Hot Tub Time Machine. I'm waiting for him to lose his arm. And there's a couple times they're pulling it. I'm like, oh, there it is. Nope, not, that's not it. Dang it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Bro, it was times. at least four times. I was like, oh, here it goes, here it goes. Nope, dang it. All right. Okay, so that was Adventure Time. I'm enjoying it so far. Loving um, the little darkness that's coming underneath, and you're realizing this world that you've been looking at is not as colorful and beautiful as it um, originally yeah. appeared to be. Son, yes. I just got that um, one where he uh, met his dad, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, that's when he lost yeah. the arm, right? So, all right, here we go. Um... Anime, real quick, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Um, if you haven't checked it out on Hulu, it's a little bit unique. Um, it's definitely not uh, A tier from Jump, but I think it's unique enough to give it a shot. I think it's fun. Um, I'm not going to explain that because it just, the name sounds crazy. And you know what? Crazy anime names mean a grab bag of uh, quality. <laughs> but this one's on the upper side. I think it's a, a definitely worth your time for a watch. Um, I got one more, Sig. I, I wrote this list there. I got one more. This is the, the one I wanted to spend the most time on, and I'm not going to spend that much time on it. But if you haven't tried this and you love tabletop RPGs, please do yourself a favor and play Celasta, Crown of the Magister. This game officially um, uh, got backing for D&D 5.1, I think it is. Um, and they're using that whole rule book and improving upon it. This game is the best video game representation of D&D that I have played ever. Um, so it's a it's a D and D tabletop game that's set in like a video game setting or something. So like that? yeah, you're playing. So you're playing the campaigns that they've put out, right? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you're playing it just like D and D. You have a character, and you kind of move the tokens. But instead of it being a token, you're actually seeing the character run and do your actions and stuff like that. So well, oh, so it's, it's so it is an, an actual video game, but it's based or it's like based on a tabletop game. it's super based on the tabletop and it's fully animated and it's really really uh, yeah okay like i'm trying to tell you this game is done well the character the class building is great the classes are limited right now because it's new but if you look on their news they're updating it to a lot of the basic stuff they're adding monk and um, warlock next they just added druid and barbarian all of your basic D classes are getting in there and not they got, only they got no squash buckler not yet not yet but <laughs> not only um, do you get to play Je- the- Jeff is hurt. <laughs> I can't be the king of the pirates. Um, not only does uh, 
do you get to play this campaigns but this is the greatest part is that you can make custom campaigns nice you can make custom campaigns use all the assets from the game and pull together people have made some amazing stuff and you just download the campaign and just play it it's it's nasty make your characters first then jump in a campaign it's it's classic D. if you like tabletop rpgs um you are kind of doing yourself a disservice by not trying at least trying Celasta crown mm-hmm. of the magister honestly for experienced um players it's still good to brush up on the rules because these are all official to the so any of your jank rules that was going on in homebrew you'll know that they jank <laughs> when you start playing this. you're like oh i've been doing this so for this years. is like kind of this is kind of stringent yeah of like if rules and stuff you know like when you play uno virtually and they tell you the real rules and you're like dang this sounded fun yeah apparently <laughs> uno out is not a thing right? like, uh, who knew that right right so yeah that's kind of um that's the the vibes with Celasta, but I think it's it's great for anybody okay. who wants to learn how to play D anD D. Anybody who has played it for a long time, um, and yeah, if you're just tabletop, that's where it's at. Real talk, playing a lot. I finished the main campaign and got the expansion legit right away and started it. Um, it was like ten bucks. It was great. Nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Ooh, that was a lot. Thanks. So that wraps <laughs> things up. Yeah, blue. I, a list. I was trying to run through it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Will, you said you had something you were trying to chime in earlier. Do you want to go next? Uh, sure. It's kind of here. Um, I wrote down my notes just because, yo, we be chatting for like 45 minutes about our life and what we've been hey, playing. It'd be that's, wild, dog. That's what, that's what we're here for. Nah, J- Jeff will start with Destiny and then he starts going into something else. And I'm like, yo, this is hyper niche and I support it. But I also have, it's like you're talking a different language to me. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> so I wrote mine and mine's basic because shocker basic boy here. Mm. Um, so uh, multiverses. I've been playing that a shit ton. Uh, I'm trash. Mm-hmm. I thought I was finessing at first. Uh, <laughs> just took a while. Took a while. Took, it took those people to start when I started seeing the Iron Giants. Just two of them. I'm like, all right, cool. looks like I'm going oh, to cry. today. No, that's that's uh, Jeff and I were actually playing 2v2s and came across an Iron Giant team. And it, they're tra- it's, it's trash. A trash. It's a trash combo. matchup. I fully suspect, just like Overwatch did, where they limited the ability of a team to just pick all copies of the same character, multiverses will probably stop people from doing that in the future. I don't like, mind it if it's... Otherwise, I feel like that game is not going <laughs> to I don't mind it if it's casual, but then when I'm just trying to, like, if there's an actual rank that I'm jumping into, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this sort of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, for the most yeah, part... It's really cheap. For the most part, I, I've, I, well, I've known the cheap characters. It took me a while to kind of grasp at what was going on. Like, when I started seeing LeBron getting canceled from actual competitive, I'm like, yeah, good. Get him the fuck out of there. They did that because he was too new. They didn't know. Same thing with Iron Giant. Like, he wasn't allowed at Evo because he was too new and they hadn't worked out everything yet. As far as, you know. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't met a LeBron player unless they're (laughs) absolutely brand new in the game. They do the exact same three moves and I can't fucking get their number for the life (laughs) of me. I hate it. I'm like, dog, no. I can't read it. It, just the same reason why it takes me forever to get the Iron Giant, but that's get him out the map, but neither here or there. <laughs> Lampy says, almost like they should balance their game. But the truth is, they've been trying, because there were a lot of complaints about Velma, a not lot of just, complaints about Taz, not just and that. they got big nerfs. When, you, yeah, when you're selecting these characters, I don't know if y'all have been reading the screen, it literally says experimental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're working. Most of the time, it. people, because of the fact that it just kind of came out, and they did like exactly. almost a pre like season like i expect that i'm not really mad at it i just understood that it takes me a while to really grasp at who like who's my main i don't really know who that is at the moment you know what i mean if i'm feeling annoying i'll be superman but 
I mean, I, ah. I get Harley. I, I get that is so on. Shut up. I, I be I'll be going. I'll be going off with Harley though. I, it takes me a little while, but it, like it really depends on the game and what's going on with that one. So I don't know. I'm having pretty fun. I'm having fun when I'm doing that, but it's getting to the point where I'm like, like I'm playing with my girlfriend. I'm like, yo, why are you not? You see two people on me, and they you on the corner of the map. Fucking hit him. And she's like, I'm in them with projectiles. I'm like, listen. You need to get in this fucking mess right now because I can't do it by myself. I lose my mind. So uh, there's that. Um, shocker. Teamwork. That, that that's a big thing. It's a, it, it actually it actually uh, encourages teamwork yeah. and synergy oh, between the two characters. When I be, see, you gotta be aggressive. If you, it it definitely rewards those who are aggressive. No, Jim. The, hold on. The, <laughs> two different <wait>. things. <laughs> <laughs> when I see for the for the most part, when I'm end up playing like. I'm aggro for whoever I know needs to get off the map. And then mm-hmm. I really have to adjust on the fly because if I see she's getting to work, I'm like, ah, shit, there I go. So it's, it's hard. It's a exactly. hard balance. But she exactly. hasn't fully grasped that yet because, like, there's still certain things. Like, she's really fire with Arya. But, like, mm. if we put bugs, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle because you're still getting your, your feet wet in that regard. So it's whatever. I, I'm still having a great time. And for something that's free... I'm not really complaining about uh, it. I get to the point where I really want to support it, but then I realize, like, I play this... I, I would say almost daily. It's not really. It's probably, like, a couple times a week, but it's not enough where I'm invested. I made that mistake with Roller Champions, and that's obviously a Yubi game. I could have got that thing for free, but here I was invested, and I'm like, damn you, Eves. But that's neither here or there. Um, <laughs> shocker. Uh, the Fortnite man still plays Fortnite. Mm. Yep. What? I yeah. know. How, how do you like in all that uh, DBZ content? That Ooh, let me in? tell you, I don't spend too much fucking money on <laughs> all those Dragon Ball Super skins. It is wild. And I'm thinking I'm fire when it comes down to it. No, I didn't even understand. It took me a while to understand the combination of the Nimbus Cloud Kamehameha wave. And oh my God. it just launches you into heavens and it just gets wild. It's so satisfying. It, I abs- No, don't boo me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why why Kat muted herself, but it's still trying to keep. I don't know. Wow. Like you could just you could just unmute. You right? can totally no, interrupt. No, because people talk over each other, and I don't like to do. I don't. I don't want to interrupt anybody. So I just. Okay, well, I'm just, Puerto Rican, and that that's what we funnier. do. In the hood. we yeah. talk over everyone so, at the point. Boo, boo, boo. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm still loving it. Yeah, uh, it was funnier. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a little gag gift uh, joke rather. Uh, I'm still playing no build though. I don't know why. As somebody who actually knows how to build, no build has just been the to go for me because friends just really don't want to go through the process. And I've yeah, build it. It I actually it, like it's a, it puts me off of the game. I like build. If I'm, if I'm gonna play, I will play. No I build. like build yeah. when I'm not playing with twelve year olds who know how to edit and open up the box in two seconds. And I'm like, dog, my brain's still processing. I haven't had my coffee hit me yet. Like chill. So it's things like that where it's like hit or miss for me. Um. Uh, Blues mentioned Fall Guys. I, I've played a lot. Yeah. I, I got enough for the next season for the Battle Pass, Ooh. whatever it's called. I've slowed down just a bit. I don't. I think it's because Multiverses took a lot of my time, but I still am mm. for the chaotic energy. It's funny how when I play with uh, my significant other, she enjoys Multiverses more than Fall Guys. She just can't understand how the physics work, and that's infinitely more frustrating than I can see that. Fortnite. Yeah, but I feel like if you're playing like a FPS or you're playing a brawler, like that's way more intense. Fall Guys, you just gotta press the button and try to be faster. Well, that's the it, thing, right? It's yeah. it's 
clearly a timing thing on much less buttons. Yes, yes. I was much literally about buttons. to say that. You it's have a really... lot less options on phone. Yeah, I was about so to say that I can see too. that frustration 100%. Me For me... Oh, go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say... You... <laughs> this, is <booze. laughs> if you... this is the first time you've ever e- we've interacted. I've been getting booze. I got two so far. I'm, I'm doing great. Um, no, that wasn't for you. That was for Jeff. Oh, okay. Oh, every, every time, well, every time Jeff says something that I don't like, I'm just going to hold up my hand. Copy, copy. <laughs> you got to have <laughs> a Jeff button. blue and then a community boo. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, you hit that button wrong once and you're kind of screwed for the whole game for the most part. But on multiverses, you have way more chances to fix any kind of mistakes off of one yeah. button. Press. You have more control over yourself, too, than you do in Fall Guys because of the physics part are very wonky. Yeah, well, it's I don't know. I, I for me, I, I guess you you've opened my perspective because I initially look at Fall Guys and I don't think of it as like necessarily difficult. Yeah. I think of it as just part of the process, and it's all just like when you play like Guitar Hero or Rock Band, you got to figure out your timing, your momentum, and once you screw up, there's a way to kind of fix it if you're if you have enough time on your hand. Like for yeah. example, if you play like one of the games where it's like I forget which one, the one where the platforms you're just guessing to get across. And it just yeah. disappears. Mm-hmm. Like you can, if you're playing ballsy at first, that's okay. Yeah. But then you can follow suit. You can't do that towards the end or when you're getting towards like sixty percent mm-hmm. of where the map is complete. You know what I mean? So it really depends. But um, yeah, I also really want to get the Sonic skins, but I just my poor self is poor. So there's that. Because um, you spent all that money on right. Fortnite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dog does not talk about it. They already get twelve dollars a month for me. I I hate it here. Um, oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, Microsoft <laughs> Awards, so it's nothing out of, at the end of the day for me. Um, switching kind of, I just, I don't know why I wrote this in this order, so this one jumps to film. Uh, nope, I watched. Mm. Controversial. What do you think? Don't give a shit about it. Okay. Damn. I think the structure's great. You know what? I think that's okay. I think the storytelling and premise makes sense on paper. The performances does not enact anything for me, nor does the ending. Like, I love Kiki, but Kiki was playing Kiki. And that, it elevated it. It, it was good. But I can't, like, it didn't really do anything for me. And uh, Daniel Kalua, he looked like he was there to secure the bag and go. He did not, it looked like he did not give a shit. Maybe that was how the character was written. To see him in roles where I've seen him previously, because I used to watch Skins, like, he had a character. And he worked and leaned towards it. Daniel Kaluuya was in Skins. Yeah, he was in Skins for like the first two or three seasons. And he was like, a, don't, I, I thought everybody was about to start. No, I, had, no, I, no, I, I need to go see, I need to see who he plays because I love Skins. I never realized he was also in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he, that just blew my mind. I've kind of followed his career in that regard and I like seeing it where it went and to see him go from that where his character is just kind of like not. The same, it, I don't know. It feels like a wasted opportunity. I won't spoil too much, but I, I, everyone loved it, and I'm like, this is the one Jordan Peele movie where I'm just like, mm, okay, it exists. It's not his best work, if you ask me, though. Um, back to games. South of the Circle reviewed it for the Escapist. It is an Apple Arcade game that came to Steam, mm. and I, re- <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of those things where the gameplay is minimal, but it feels like you're actually going through like this sort of super creamy color palette in terms of art and it's actually really really good short but sweet as where i played a game called hindsight for the escapist like a dessert creamy short but sweet whatever listen it sounds it's really hard to explain i 
is you know what's crazy because when I'm looking at these games, like the next game I'm talking about, Hindsight, has a very light color palette, and it's mm. in your face in the way where it's just like not aggressive in terms of your eye, and it's easy to catch your details until you ha- until unless unless it's something you have to specifically interact with, which is why I called it the inverse of South of the Circle, where it's just annoying gameplay lackluster story they go through the process and they explain a lot of the things through cheesy like lines that you would hear from like a corny show from the 2000s it's like oh. life has meaning i'm like no fucking shit lady but okay here we are so whatever it's 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 corny um talk about it sad meanwhile i played lost in play which was for the escapist again because i'm just going through all of them uh a point and click game that very much if you play like pajama sam or like freddy fish or putt putt okay humongous entertainment you love it it's the exact same sort of thing very simple doesn't have to be crazy there's some puzzles that'll get you but it's not like it'll hold you back it's just very short like for 20 bucks you can beat it in two to four hours so it depends on your value it's one of those things where if i i would loved everything about that um and i'm just saying that lampy asked why wasn't on game night for Fortnite yesterday i had company over but i played Fortnite immediately as soon as i launched as soon as they left and all I see was Amy said, yeet. She probably saw me log on and was like, not today, Satan. So there's that. Um, wrapping with the last three things. Have you guys heard of Severance? Yes. Yes. Okay. That sounds familiar. That sounds shows. familiar. It's an Apple TV one. It's picture Black Mirror, meaning the movie Eternal Sunshine, uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That Jim Carrey movie that's a oh, little... Yeah. A little trippy. No, black. Yeah, starting with Black Mirror, I think is a really good. It's, it's essentially one of like a Black Mirror mini episode, extrap- like a concept like that extrapolated out to a whole season. Oh. But it's a really strong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like, I feel like a lot of the times I watched it, I was probably tipsy, and I made it very harder <laughs> to know what was going on in certain moments because it's very, it's mind-boggling is the best way to describe it. And there's a season two. I'm very excited for that. Um, I can't recommend that enough. If you like that sort of Black Mirror-esque or my, one of my fri- uh, f- good friends in the industry loves Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, it's a, it's it's a, a win-win. Um, have, have you played Control? Have anybody here else here I played own Control? Control. I, I haven't played it as of yet. Because <clears throat> I, I would say like the kind of energy that Control has with this kind of like weird almost supernatural but very bureaucratic like red tapey thing like severance has a lot of that same energy so if you're into that like i think you'd really get into severance like yeah because it's like, like alan wake it's what you said well alan not really, alan wake leans a little more on like kind of <laughs> they're in the same, yeah like in mystery the same, in the same universe i'm just like you know, i just well i know they're the same universe but the stories are different stories i, I know he said alan thing. wake but i heard quantum break and i was like that Ooh, game. that's another one that's also that's also fun uh, and I, and I do think, well, you know what? I don't think that's in the same universe because they actually use the same character and, or the same actor for both of them. But maybe, maybe they, don't, they don't care that much. I have a nice fun fact for They're you. They're probably in the same universe. Uh, well. A couple months ago, I went to a wedding and I met uh, one, of the, one of my girlfriend's like, friend from college. Um, his dad is Lance Riddick. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's your dad's the guy from John Wick. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. You know. Did you say don't don't rainbow read me? <laughs> <laughs> you mean not Lavar Burton Lance? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. No. But uh, yeah, okay. And last two things, I'm gonna get out the way. Um, don't judge me. Almost thirty. Watched Paddington. 
Paddington okay. Bear. Paddington the Bear. It was. Nice. I have only heard good things. And you about know what? Paddington Bear movie. It's a hundred percent on it. Like whatever they said on the internet about Paddington, if they anyone who said that it was bad or just meh, literally is just they're, they're not in the I've, conversation. I've never seen. I've literally never seen that. Critique of those so movies. <laughs> what ended up happening was I watched this movie not that long ago with Nick Cage, the massive unbearable weight of whatever talent. Oh my god! Yeah. You watch yeah. that movie? Yeah, yeah. So I, heard it was, money I heard it was good. Uh, I watched it. I, I, I want to see it. Dude, I want to see dude it. Just, I'm sorry. Never sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead no, go ahead. let me explain. I don't like Luke Cage. So he, that's you the like thing. like Luke Cage? What you got against Luke Cage? Not Luke Nick. Cage. Get shit shit together, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like ketchup, Jeff. Well, are you, you drunk this morning? <laughs> I could have sworn said Luke Cage. No, what? Okay, <laughs> anyway, not the point. Um, so that movie, I, I've never watched a Nick Cage movie. That was the first time me watching a Nick Cage movie. And really? I never? Thoroughly, never. What year were you born? 94. Okay. That's funny. That's still not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, baby. realistically, what Nick Cage movie would be appealing to my audience? Like, I mean, my age group. Face the, Off? The, the, the National Treasure. Face Off. Yeah, National Treasure. Thing. Face Off was like probably yeah, face, his best movie. When did Face Off drop? See, this is this is where oh, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Fa- Face Off dropped like in '97 when right? I was three years old. Oh, you thought I was three oh, in the movie yeah. theater? Like, oh yeah. shit, no, that's not the in the movie theater. Theater. I was hoping that you see it at one point. Right, when it came out of theaters. All right, well, listen, I didn't, and I'm sorry. I know that's at fine. the at the very least, people seem to like him in National Treasure. Yeah. Well, he was also in that that movie uh, that was basically. Where he could see the future, yeah. I can't remember what that was. Yeah, called. I that was premonition. No, 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 never mind. Yeah, he was also. <laughs> he, was so well, he was he was a magician or something too. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that yeah, was Con, yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, Con Air. <laughs> yeah, Con Air. I heard was a magician. I heard Face Off was a classic. Con, Con Air is early though, so like I can see why Will wouldn't have watched. Even if Ghostbusters wasn't good, it was a movie. I, I would never do that to myself. Let's keep it real with you. That's <laughs> like saying that's like telling me you want to you wanted to watch the Fantastic Four reboot. I'd rather KMS. No, thank Yo. you. Um, but also, it was a movie. Can I tell you <laughs> that? So it's so polarizing because people either love or hate him. Right, blue. That, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I really. That was a great comedy movie. Absolutely. I, like, I heard it was really good. Yeah, dude, it was. Him and uh, Pedro Pascal uh, did a really good job. Which is crazy because Pedro, for me, has kind of been like hit or miss. Like, I really do enjoy some of his content. Like, I absolutely love him as the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, okay. I wasn't a big fan of him in Wonder Woman, but I don't know if a lot of people yeah, were. Yeah, the movie in general. Yeah, 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 that was the movie. You know what I mean? It's, it's, Have you seen him in Narcos? You know what's crazy? Narcos has been on the to-do list for a while. I got to actually just sit down and do it. Like, like seriously. Yeah, he, that, that's, he shines in that. Yep. Well, you need to watch Honestly. Vampire's Kiss. I'll download it. I don't care. Um, but what drives <laughs> me, and I'll get to the point because I'm, I'm sidetracking. Um, I didn't know Nick Cage was a Coppola. That made no sense to me. He's part of the Coppola family. I that's news to me. I didn't he, know that. He's using a stage name, and I had no idea. Um, but I mean, I knew Nicholas Cage couldn't have been his real name, though. Yeah, so no, of course. He's essentially Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But <laughs> here's the thing. So when watching that m- movie that he did with Pedro, um, there's a scene where he's like, "You haven't seen Paddington Two, the greatest movie of all time," and that is what I just I was like, "There's no way." And then I Google searched. Paddington on Rotten Tomatoes. It's rated at a ninety-seven percent. I was like, "What?" Didn't make Patty, sense to me. Paddy Two is really good. So Paddy Two. Paddy Two on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-nine percent. Yep. Brain couldn't process it. It was a lot of shit, and I was just like, "No 
fucking way. So, yeah, and even, look, look, Andrew's talking on YouTube. He said recent films like Mandy and Pig were fantastic, which I did watch most of Pig. I fell asleep towards the end. I think it was great. Um, I've heard Mandy's crazy. I've heard there's literally a movie he had did on Netflix called Willy's Wonderland or something like that, where he doesn't say a word and he's yeah, fighting like animatronics. A, it's like a zombie thing. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Not zombie it's thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's Five Nights at It's Freddy. like he does something actually great and then does shit and doesn't care. And because the man, lo- he he said this before. Nicholas Cage loves acting. Yeah, he, like, loves, he loves his Cage, job, bro. Yeah, but that's the thing. What, where do you get that Listen, from? The guy, the, the guy basically said like he, he does it about himself. That's where I got. Yo, that, that movie is fantastic, though. I I I, I know you disagreeing about? on the other end, but let me tell it's you, just like it's just like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves have the same acting chops. I'm sorry, they both you know play what? The I agree. Character and everything they play. Yeah, but who's more entertaining to watch? But who's more entertaining to watch? <laughs> yeah, but hold on. See, I'm I'm a Nicholas Cage fan. Like I'm sorry, I don't I don't I, get I, the hate. I can't fully go with Blue on that because we've had this conversation about Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt does not play a different character. He does the exact same shit over Look, and over. Typecasting doesn't mean they're bad actors. That means they're good at what they do. I don't know why uh, yeah, people always shit on typecasting. No, I, no I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Too. I just feel like I'd rather like him. And what's that other guy's name? Fuck. Uh, I said it before last time. He's from Boston. Mark Wahlberg, I just I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. I don't know. It's just, no, there hasn't been many. There hasn't been many Mark, bad Mark Wahlberg movies. So no, I know that. I just don't get the appeal. So I like when he goes into the comedy. Respect on his name right. when you're talking uh, about him. Yeah. Okay. Watch. <laughs> you watch Marcy, Warner Brothers. Marcy, 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 oh, nothing but bangers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What was the last Marky Mark movie we watched? Oh, Uncharted. Fuck that. Are you kidding? That me? wasn't a horror. Like that wasn't horrible. I like that. Uncharted. Was actually an okay movie. I'm it was okay. If I needed something to watch immediately, and it's, it's one of those. Gave, they get it. Should have gave him a mustache, and then that would have kind of fixed a lot of things. They, Listen, no spoilers, but they, they did give Do me. you remember <laughs> do you remember when they thought about making the Uncharted movie and Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be actually Nathan Drake, but he aged out because they put it on halt and that's why that Tom Holland took all the role? The I'm just saying yeah. Seth Rogen. That happened to Seth Rogen with Superbad. Yeah. He was supposed to be Johnny Hill's character. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason like that, though. I'm not mad at it. My point of what I was trying to make, because we're going all over. And Four Brothers was a classic. I, I'm sorry, guys. We are just going yeah, on a fucking a tangent. I'm just saying. The you was talking uh, about before you started talking. <laughs> yeah, this went, this went crazy. I, this is about Paddington, you know, the smart bear who just yeah, needs to find cool. his family and his identity throughout it all. And now I started watching Paddington 2. And once I'm done with this podcast, I'm finishing up on that one because Paddington 2 is about to make me cry again. So no shame. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the last piece, so that way I can shut the fuck up. I've been watching the show New Girl, which took me. Oh, good. Fantastic. I've been dragging my feet so hard on that one solely because of the fact that the concept on paper sounds terrible. It's it's very basic. It sounds like a 70s porn ready to happen. And I don't like it because like it shouldn't. But but (laughs) what you said, Blue? I think it's a plus, but I, you know, you think it's a plus. Okay, I'm not judging. I'm just saying I didn't expect it on paper. It doesn't make sense for me. And then actually, just kind of diving into it, I'm like, oh, this is just really comfort food, and it's just pure chaos. And it's so funny because, like, I know, like, I 100% know someone who one for one is Schmidt. Yeah, I it like literally from Long Island talks like that. Makes no sense. Ridiculous. We all look at Will like. 
Irish man? No way. No way. Take it back. You take it back, you son of a bitch. Big Schmidt energy. We'll be out here getting Schmitty. Fuck you guys. I'm not from Long Island. I am fat, though, so I'll give you that one. It's just a highly memeable show. I understand where all the gifts come from. And it was fantastic. I'm only on the second season. I can't wait to finish it. I'm going to be very sad when it's complete. And there's that. Because I've been talking for 95 minutes. Because guess what? I'm Superman Jeff 2. Ooh. Ooh, no. 13. Maybe 13. 14 now, then. First is right, you ass. All right. So, Will, mute yourself. Cat, <laughs> are you are you ready to actually uh, share with the class now? You've been on mute for so long. Who's that girl? It's Cat. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna make this really short. You know, I'm kind of a creature of habit. Um, as far as playing, to believe it or not, I have maybe picked up my controller for Apex maybe twice since season 14 has come out. I've mm-hmm. been really really busy with cat i guess real life things um i've been doing a lot of reading but it hasn't been anything really i guess recreational i'm studying for my lsats so yeah um i'm planning on applying for law school for the fall for next fall so nice yeah so i've been doing a lot of that but i have been reading a new manga called komi can't communicate um oh i've heard of that yeah yeah i bought so usually what i do whenever i like I'll randomly go into like a Barnes and Noble or into like a bookstore and I'll just browse through their manga section. Um, and if I see something that's interesting, I'll get the first two books just to like give it like a, if I like it or not. So this, I mm. bought this one and then I've been reading um, uh, Wave the House Husband. And then I started a new, I love it. I wish, like I know. Yeah, uh, I've seen some of that I, on I, I know it's, I know it's like a, like a web comic like the way that the style that they do it on um but i really wish they would have made it into like an actual like i feel like the like a show yeah Yeah. like an actual show because it's extremely funny and i wish you could really see his personality come out like in a in an actual show but it's a really funny anime um and then also i started one that i i was really hesitant because i'm just not really into that type of anime but i'm actually really enjoying it uh chainsaw man yeah oh no did it it drop the anime I, I think it did. I don't. Yeah. Or is it? It's about. To, they, they released the trailer that I. Yeah, do they, know. they released a trailer that oh, I do okay. know. The show has come. Yeah. But I, um, at first I was like, oh my god, like because it's a it's a really like in your face when you first see like the character like without any type of context you're like oh my god like what is this, but it's it's a really good um not to like have any spoilers for your your stream chat um or who's viewing Sigma but it's basically about a man who is paying back his father's debts to the Yakuza, but it's inside of a world mm. that demons are born out of people's fears. Ooh. So it's really, okay. yeah, it's a really, I was like, okay, but it's, I, I'm only on the f- second volume or the second book. So it's pretty, it's pretty decent. I like it. So that's pretty much all I've been reading. Um, playing. Um, I haven't really been playing Apex Legends. I have been, however, um, Really, really heavy on my Tekken, more than usual, actually. Um, the patch 5.0 came out for Tekken 7. Um, there's a lot of, um, they've buffed a lot of characters. My character, my main, they didn't touch her, so I'm happy because I like the way she is. Uh, Ling <laughs> Zhao, <Okay. laughs> uh, who, who is your main? Ling Zhao Yu, nice, me too. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's my main, so 
uh, they didn't really do anything with her. So um, they didn't nerf her buffer, so I'm, I'm happy. And then at the last Tekken Evo, they actually had, um, there's like speculation or rumors that they're going to announce Tekken 8. So I thought they did, or was it? It was like geez. a spoiler. It was like yeah. a spoiler. So like you know, like the old that it's like that memeable. It's when um, Kazuya is throwing that dude off the cliff and he turns and smiles. Yeah, and he has that smile. Yeah. Yep. So like, there's actually uh, they did it like in you know, it's like an update in one of him older. They did okay. the exact same thing, but it's oh, him older. Okay. And then when he turns, you see like a huge scar on his eye, but he, you can tell that he's older. So that's like speculation that it's announcing like the new Tekken Eight. So, um, mm. an actual question: Did well, you see the the uh, watch the Tekken anime? anime? Okay, so Blue knows this about me. I'm not really much of like a TV person, um, so I don't even have Netflix. <laughs> um, I don't like. I just that's you know fifteen dollars. I'm maybe gonna watch like. I mean, if anyone wants to give me their password, I'll gladly watch it. But um, I I really. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I am very, I haven't seen, I'm on Twitter most of the time. Um, I haven't seen anything bad about it. I heard it like it's good. Um, but I really tend to stay away from things that are like adaptations of my favorite games or mangas because I don't want to be disappointed. Like I have not even watched, oh. I have not watched Cowboy Bebop, the live action. Um, mm. I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop. I haven't watched Tekken. Um I'm really happy. So you never watched like any Tekken thing, like any of the older live action movies, the newer like CG animated ones? No. And then I have not, I am very hesitant about watching. um, I know uh, Avatar Last Airbender is in projection for Netflix, the new one. And then also Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm extremely, extremely hesitant about that one. I'll ride or die for Yu Yu Hakusho. Y'all know that. That is like my favorite anime of all time so how far are you gonna ride or die will you ride or die far enough to pay 15 dollars and get some netflix to watch this and support them (laughs) i you know what i will i mean it it, it is money in the creator's pocket it it is it is so i think what i'll do is yes i think i probably will pay for netflix when it comes out for you for you for you hawker show yes for you hawker show yes i will to to add to, to add to those to add to those views to the show Regardless there of whether go. they whether they do it or not, whether they executed it correctly or not, that's not on the creator's fault. That's not the creator's fault, to be honest, in my opinion. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much um, that's pretty much it. Um, people have been trying to convince me to get Fortnite, but since this Dragon Ball Z stuff came out, that's just telling me even more so. No. <laughs> They tell me now for the slander. When you say that, when there's a Yu Yu Hakusho skin, I don't want to see you log on. (gasps) That might happen. Real talk. A hundred percent. That very much is probably everything possible with Fortnite now. I love Yu Yu Hakusho. That is my favorite anime of all time. But I have such a disdain and hatred for Fortnite (laughs) that I would not buy him. Oh, it's because it's superior than Apex? Okay, that's cool. Yusuke with a gun actually makes sense. Yeah. Not Goku or Vegeta wilding out. (laughs) Yusuke with the Draco. No, what I'm saying, though, is is that... (laughs) I don't know. I I have never been a big fan of Fortnite, but people are telling me they used to feel the same way, but now that they have a no-build mode, a lot of people enjoy it a lot more. So... um, So people have been trying to convince me to get Fortnite. Give it a shot. Um, Give it a shot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, listen, I had the yeah, same thing. With we should all jump in there in the no build mode. Yeah, I'm down. Actually I'm down for no build. Actually, you know what? If 
I'll, okay, I'll do this. If Ooh, the open pressure, party, like if the open party does that, then I'll do it because I'll do anything for the open party. That's that's my Discord. Oh, uh, you heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. thing I heard they're working on a two D fighter for you, Yu Hakusho. Really? No, I think it already has. And I was really I honestly <laughs> not to beat a dead horse or kick up older, but I was really disappointed in Jump Force. Like like everybody else. Oh yeah, Jump Force is terrible. Was, bad game for the it, it was such it was such that game had such so much potential. <laughs> good stuff. It had some good It had so much potential and I was just like when they started doing all like the character reveals, like it yeah. kinda go, it was ex- it was exciting. It kinda goes back to what you said about how like the squirrel game, but how you see like a little snippet and it gets people interested or it gets people excited, but then okay, yeah. what are you really mm-hmm. going to bring to um, what is the game actually going to give us? So right. I kind of felt like that was a huge letdown because I remember when they re- revealed Yusuke, then revealed Luffy, and then when they revealed Tagoro, like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Right. Complete and total disappointment. But Hiei was is the best out of Yu Yu Hakusho anyway, so... Um, That's subjective. Mm, no, it's, yeah, it's a fact. I'm, I'm it's a sure fact. I'm, hold on, real, real quick, before we move to our actual topic, because this has taken a very sorry, long time. Sorry, but I'm, I, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, it's I'm not, done. Not I your fault. <laughs> not your fault whatsoever. But Jeff, why do you like Hiei? What do you mean? Why? What are you hinting like, at? What is your, what, why do you think you, Hiei is the best? You, I'm just what curious. What are you hinting at is what I'm saying. It's not a Google search. I'm not hinting at anything. He had some of the best character development in those first couple seasons than anybody else. Okay. I disagree. As far as like in, t- in the dark tournament, to me, like before uh, Yusuke got that power up at the end, he was definitely the strongest on the team. And also, he was never. I know we need to. I know he was He was afraid of Kurama. I need to put Kurama in the holes, son. Get out of here. Get out of here. I know we have to move on to the actual topics, but I will say this for someone who's read the manga back and forth and seen every single episode at least. 15, 20 times. I will <laughs> I will say that I think Kuwabara has the best character development out of any of the f- main characters. If you, if, that, that's who yeah, I would have picked. Long, you, if, long if you, from the very beginning to the very end, he has the best. And what people don't realize is he has stronger spiritual awareness next to anyone. The only person that's, I guess, better than him when it comes to that is Kurama. But he has better, better spiritual awareness than Yusuke and Hiei. Yeah, that was so, that early on, too, yeah. That he had very strong spiritual. So, but anyways, I digress. That I can do a whole podcast on Yu Hakusho. But anyways, I'm done. Thank you. And maybe mm-hmm. she will one yeah, day. I don't know. Huh? Thank you. I had hey, to Google hey, search what? who Hiei is because hey. I was like, what is this Dragon Ball Z haircut looking ass? Like, nah, who is this person? <laughs> Wait, you never watched Yu Hakusho? Mad disrespectful. I... Does it yes or no? I have yes not. No. <laughs> you can go through all the anime you love and list it. And I guarantee, unless if it's Dragon Ball, I don't know. And okay. that's, the I one just, that I, that's the one that I cannot stand. And I've ooh. watched it. Which is, and I understand that. I, I a like lot this. of people have a love-hate relationship with Dragon Ball. I totally understand. It's just a pure hate for me. All right. Oh, well, then I, she woke up and chose violence. Can we move? I will watch <laughs> the show. I've I've had it on the to-do list. It's just a matter of, you know how it ends up happening? All this. Stu- what, what, why is she pulling out the DB? Why is she pulling I the said, I, said, I said I'm kidding. It's just. Oh, okay. I, I troll. Blue nose. Oh, okay. I'm dumb. So you got to. You got to verbatim for me okay anyway i'll watch you you hawk a show i just need to fucking understand listen i still have to watch things like one piece i'm still like oh, what do you mean? watch Why your you mouth i'm still in a, i'm still in a situation where and this is never gonna die i'm still at like episode 120 something at naruto because i've i've given up they're still in the trees fighting someone i don't know this naruto's having a renaissance like all the kids 
are catching up on it now that it's on Netflix. All the kids? Like, all my, yeah, well, my son. You sound like you're 90. I told my son to watch it years ago. <laughs> I told my son to watch it years ago. He shows up after camp and goes, I, Dad, I got to watch Naruto because all my friends are talking about it at camp. How old is Starboy now? He got to do, do his homework. He's nine. He, he just turned nine. He's, yeah, yeah okay. So it makes sense. I got mines around elementary, middle school, too, as well. So it makes sense. He said, Dad, I can't be a part of the conversation if I don't know what's going on. Exactly. I'm like, I told you, I told you already. All I know is that, like, like, you don't listen to me, you listen to your friends. All I know is that from what I've tried to watch, Naruto's kind of a piece of shit. And I feel like he's going to be a piece of shit, Dad, too. He's a. Wow. Wow. That's a jump. I know, because I know Naruto. I played the video game, so I know he has a kid. (laughs) What video game did you play he had a kid in? Isn't Baruto Baruto it? Oh, you played the Baruto game, not the Naruto game. Okay, I just get I played all of the anime games, unfortunately, and it's just the fighting ones. All, of hey, them? all the fighting that? ones. Are yes. you ready to move on to your top? Sorry, yes, I go, mean, go. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys absolutely <laughs> distracted me. All right, we're gonna move on to our first topic: Regal Cinemas, Cinemax, Cinemax, <laughs> Cine World, Cine World, filing for <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> um, so this this is sort of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because they're the number two movie theater chain in the world. Um, we already know AMC was having similar problems post-pandemic. Um, and they coincidentally kind of hung on for dear life thanks to sheer luck, honestly. The fact they became a meme stock kind of skyrocketed their share price and allowed them to borrow, borrow against that and kind of stay alive. But um, we were all sort of assuming that once the pandemic slowed down, that folks would be eager to jump back into theaters. But that has not seemed to be the case, largely because the streaming services continue to put a lot of the big name titles and stuff on their streaming (laughs) services, if not day and date, then at the very least, you know, super close after, like maybe a month at most for some of the biggest titles. So my question is like, like, do, is there a, like, they're filing for bankruptcy, like, is there a way for them to come back from this or are we looking at just a complete degradation of blue has so much to say theaters <laughs> i mean at this yeah go ahead the only go ahead, reason why i have something to say is because we talked about this on the sigma show before way back mm. in the day when the pandemic started and all these movie theaters were starting to have problems i remember specifically saying i hope that this becomes close to the this is the start of the end of these movie theaters at this point because i think the streaming services are much much better for our way of life. Real talk. I've said this for a long like when people say, Oh, it's coming back, I'm like, look, I at this point I don't want it to come back. It's it's a ripoff with the prices that they that they uh charge. And it's dangerous at this point. Mo- before the pandemic, people were shooting up movie theaters. Like, look, let's just watch stuff. Well that's any we want saying let's let's not go to the supermarket. Let's do it all. Let's not I, go to the doctor's office. Hey look, I've got Instacart, son. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's kinda, but that's kind of not far uh, off. Yeah, and the off. doctor's office, I have multiple uh, virtual appointments before I actually have to go in for something. Yeah, and that's just, that's that introvert in you. But like some people like No, it's not out. an introvert. It's the safety in me. Yeah. It's the when, yeah. when we When we hide from from public hide things no, be safe. that we think that could happen. You could be safe, but then that's saying you can't, I mean, anything could happen. It could happen to you in the house. We've seen where people get killed in their own house. From people, you know, so, you know, I don't think that's a, to me, a valid thing. Like, oh, I don't want to go to movies because I don't want to get shot up. Like, we look at I mean, the that's part of it, but like, you can't go to school. You yep. can't go to yeah, work. Movie you premieres have go. been targeted. Like, what are you talking about? 
Yeah, so I'm, it's schools. Yeah, I'm not the yeah. Le- I'm leaning with Jeff on that one. As much as I saying, hate I'm just saying it's, it's I'm just saying it's another factor. I'm not saying that's the only factor. I'm saying it's another factor. You also got freaking monkeypox and COVID out here now. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing. talking about safety. That can happen anywhere. Yeah, that's another Not in my house. I'll tell you that. That's the only place. But I'll say that. I I understand what Blue's saying. Like, it's it's not the only factor for sure, but it's definitely part of the reason. But I I would presume myself that the bigger reason is just the straight up convenience of not having to leave your house. That is real. The fact that there is an alternative to watching those movies in your home, especially if. If it's day and date, like most folks are just not going to go to the theater because they can just get it in their house, even if they paid the extra 30 bucks or whatever it was. Like if, if they have to wait a month, in some cases, that's a better option than just, you know, going out either for fear or for inconvenience or whatever. So, like, I, I, I fully rest the blame on streaming services. What? Like, that, that's uh, what's killing movie theaters. I don't, oh. I don't think so. I think another thing is that there hasn't been a lot of big budget releases. That's, that's true, yeah, too. To help bring that back. Only reason we're not talking about AMC going bankrupt is because of that whole thing they had with the people buying their stock with that whole fiasco. So they got more of a lifeline because people were going in. Remember when it was like dirt cheap? Remember that whole fiasco with AMC Same thing, with, ga- same thing yeah. with GameStop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like that's the only reason they're holding on. But like, I feel like the streaming services in the beginning were more so for safety because you had COVID going out. So they gave you an option. You could either pay $30 today. Or you could go to the theater and see it, or you can wait till it comes out on um, on um, streaming services. What's the, the other thing? COVID I'm, back I'm reluctant then to think that now. that was. Let me finish What's my point. Let me finish my point real quick. No, go ahead. Go so ahead. another thing <laughs> is the the biggest thing is that people who go to the movies they're not going for everything. Like unless it's like a big blockbuster like a marvel movie or something like that there's not many movies that are people are you know going to see in the theaters so there's some you know some damage that just isn't repaired yet you know unless there's those big blockbusters like you know thor love and thunder and if that doesn't do well that first weekend people aren't going but it's not going to continue to you know to reach that peak going but like like i've Mm -hmm. gone to the movies a couple times i took um i took my son to see the rise of groot i took him to see um uh, light year. That is, that is the rise the of Groot. <laughs> yeah, the rise of Groot. Groot. Okay, just want to make yeah, sure. The rise of Groot. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The yeah, Groot. <laughs> um, I took him to see um, Light Year, and there were there was the receipts. Like even when I was taking him to see Sonic, like Sonic Two, like I had to change the um because it was sold out. Like a couple of showings were sold out. So there's still movies that draw a pill, but there's still people who you know don't go to just anything like uh. That uh, Jurassic movie, that didn't do very well at all. There hasn't been a lot of blockbusters, and also they're very spread out. Like, we got Thor Love and Thunder. The next time we'll get another movie is November for Wakanda Forever. So there's 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 a big gap in where these movies are thinking, okay, we can make back some of that money with these summer blockbusters. There weren't many summer blockbusters. Like, now we're looking like we won't really get any real, like, blockbuster movies until, like, close to Christmas time. And that's usually... A problem because summertime is when they make a lot of money you know yeah they they i think it's like 50 but, but what mm-hmm. like, Yo, you gotta let us respond to something that? you gotta let us respond yeah, to something yeah. bro because that was the long thing i was trying to respond to well, i wanted to finish and plus them two i wanted to finish yeah, I before, you, before you interrupt me and then i lose that was like point. three points though so how yeah. we respond to anything no it was one big point <laughs> it's one big point go ahead y'all. One big point. thank you but, well thank you. what no what is do you still have the response that you were trying to make blue 
I, well, I mean, the response was to the first thing he said that has nothing to do with the last thing he said. <laughs> what, <laughs> That's what I'm what saying. Well, re, well, respond respond to the first thing. Then. The first thing is, what's the difference between COVID on. at the beginning of this pandemic and COVID today? It's different. It's way it's different. It's very different. I don't, I, that's what I'm the saying. Fact so that you have to ask that question is... No, no, Jeff, I want you to say it. We're, I'm making a point. What is the Something difference? Different. It's not as contagious as it was. You don't have people dying from it. It's not as contagious. It. Yeah, you don't have people dying from it. You have the vaccine out, which are helping with the symptoms. Mm-hmm. There's multiple reasons mm-hmm. why. Most places you couldn't even go to, like, had half capacity because you couldn't go in because of that. You had supermarkets who had, like, they had times that people can come shop based on their last yeah. name. There's not the that. same things anymore. Now you have full capacity open. You don't have people wearing masks everywhere. You don't have, uh, even when, like, somebody goes out from work for me, it used to be two weeks they had to be out, plus they had to get two negative tests to come out. Now they're just out for five days, and they have to wear masks for the next couple days. Yeah, so, like all the rules yeah. stuff has so loosened. Are, and, yeah, so the rules have loosened. Has, the, has COVID changed? Has the threat of it? Yes. How many cases do we hear about on a daily basis? How many deaths do we hear about? On a daily no, basis, I'm not gonna COVID. lie because it's so tragic. I try not to look at those numbers. I'm well, not gonna that's, that's but, how you make that. The, but that being the, said, hold on. But that being said, so I'm when it, I'm talking about like specific numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I do look at like the trends. Like on average, are we still going up? On average, are we kind of starting to come back down? And if you're looking at, um, I even just did a search real quick. Mm-hmm. We're still escalating. Slowly but surely, we're still escalating. Public yes. perception is that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kat. And I think you know, I I see both sides of the of the argument, but I think, for example, with COVID, you know, it's something that first happened. No one knew what was going on. The world was just in complete disarray and chaos. And then you know, now that there's, uh, we know the symptoms. We know there's vaccines that we know um, how to counteract this thing. At some point in society, or you know, five six years down the road, or you know. It's going to be something like, okay, it's COVID slash flu season. Make sure you get your COVID shot or make sure you get mm-hmm. your your flu shot. As of right now, it's still something that's still very new as far as it's a new virus. And it's still something that they're trying to um, combat and understand. So I can see Blue's side. And I also see Jeff's. Um, it's not as bad as it was, but it's still a very big issue. And it's, I think, it's still a factor. And I, and like, I, and it definitely I think, has an impact on everything. Let me ask a question. Like, are the beaches... Are people not going to the beach? Because like, we saw the summertime beaches were yeah. at capacity. So why would that be any different? Just because people are out doesn't mean that the pandemic has changed. Yeah, right? yeah. No, that's not what we're debating. That's not what we were Real quick, I actually think I think that's a kind of a good point because people aren't like they're different industries like right. travel and beach and vacationing. I don't think the pandemic is affecting that the same way it's affecting movie theaters. But again, that's because of streaming services. Like I, I honestly think that services. that is no, the, you're wrong. I honestly think that's the biggest nail in the coffin for no. movies. Yes. Like just the straight up. I, 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 I think I think I think movies conveniently and safely. Safely, and I think yeah, but the, I think the pandemic compounded that. I think these streaming mm-hmm. these streaming services were already starting to kind of like gain some traction mm. before COVID, and then when COVID hit, it's like. This is all the more reason for it us. It was an acceleration. Yeah, exactly. this, this is all the more reason for us to stay inside. For, for example, Blue's known me for like almost 12 years now. I've never liked to go to the movies. The first time yeah. I went to the movies in like eight years was when I went and saw um, Black Panther. Before mm-hmm. then, I think it had been like 2010 that I had gone to the movies. So I've never been a really big movie person myself. Mm-hmm. But I can understand what Sigma is saying as far as like the death of movie theaters is primarily... Because of streaming services. 
And COVID killed the radio star. COVID and COVID is is what accelerated. It's like COVID was the accelerant on that. Like you know, like when you throw accelerant onto a fire and just makes it spread even quicker. I really feel like that's what COVID did. This is that's just my opinion. The when last I look time at a it, movie went on Disney Plus that was paid was I think Shang Chi was nope was that Black Widow was the last time they did it where you could buy a movie directly from home. After that, mm-hmm. all movies went to theaters, and then for HBO Max, I think the Batman was took a while to come out. The last one they did straight to HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken, was either Tom and Jerry or The Matrix, the newest Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. After that, those were all part of a right, deal. They all after that, every other movie went to theater. So streaming mm-hmm. services weren't a factor. The biggest thing that no, I think I, uh, I disagree. Yeah, okay. this is where I, this is where I want to respond. Let me finish. Right you can't. I'm in the middle of saying something. You, you You're know, killing you me, Smalls. So streaming services after that didn't affect it much because they the the, the movies were going straight to theater. Even like uh, the DC CEO said that there's no correlation. It's not a Economy wise, it doesn't pay to put a movie straight to to a streaming service. Like there's no direct correlation. Like you go from a movie, you get some subscribers, but going to a movie theater worldwide mm-hmm. is like let's just say three hundred million dollars for a movie. Especially for a movie that has like a ninety million to a hundred million dollar budget, they're not making back that revenue just going straight to to um to a streaming service. So no, and, and that is true. That is absolutely true. But the reason why they they bumped it off of that, I don't think was fully because they couldn't see the revenue. It was because they had the deals with the theaters. Like the theaters were the ones who got upset that they even did this in the first place. But their hands were tied because you literally could not put people in movie theaters. It was like illegal to do so. So like, what were they really going to say once they panned this thing? So they had them on their back. They didn't have as a deal. That deal was done. They didn't have a deal. Because if you remember correctly, they didn't have a deal. You remember correctly, the owners of uh, the Fast movies, they. They they were getting they weren't getting sued, but Regal was saying they weren't allowing any more fast movies in their theaters because that, that was a protest. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So there was no deals in mm-hmm. place. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to to do that. They weren't allowing any more fast movies in their theaters because of uh I forgot what movie preceded the fast movie that they it was like an it was a kids yeah, movie so, or something. It went straight to yeah to, to, to yeah it was some animated thing yeah and yeah. You're right. You're, you're right. But that, that's, you're that's essentially the conversation. Yes. Right? Like they're yeah. up. They're upset that they're losing revenue because these bigger production houses have streaming services to actually release movies on rather than theaters. The theaters are basically crying out to them like, all right, well, we'll we're not going to put any rest of your other stuff in when the world opens back up. Meanwhile, you know, the movie studios are like, well, we're not so sure the world is going to open back up. And if it does, that it's even going to matter. So. Like they're they're doing their best to on one hand you know salvage quote unquote those relationships, but they don't actually care. But what I do think is interesting is if the movie theaters are dying, we are continually learning because just the last podcast we had, we were learning that a lot of these streaming services are actually struggling. Like all the cuts at WB and whatnot because HBO Max, like like the CEO of um, DC said, there's no way to really extrapolate how much money you make back from releasing these big budget movies on the on the streaming service. So like. Everyone knows that this is the future, but no one really knows how to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. And so the movie theaters are dying because this is the future, streaming services. But then they're spending all this money to put stuff on streaming services and kind of hemorrhaging money in the process. So I do feel like this is sort of a, a weird black hole 
that the whole industry is falling down into. And I don't really know where it's going to end up because streaming's not going anywhere. Like that is how the consumer, us, that's how we want to spend our time watching streaming shows. And if we can get it, watching the big movies on our streaming services and movie theaters like Regal can't keep up because like Jeff said, there's not enough stuff coming out. There's like Blue said, there's people who don't want to be in theaters with other folks. Like there's all these different reasons to not go versus reasons to go. And I think, for, so like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 jump in. So, um, I, like you said, it's, this is the, it's pretty much like figuring out how to do it and how to still profit from it. It's like, you know, like we know this is the future, but now these streaming companies are trying to figure out, okay, how do we get that return on what we're, you know, on these, you know, you have a hundred million dollar budget for a film and then you, it goes straight to streaming services. How are we going to recoup that money? But I would say, mm-hmm. um, I guess it would be kind of be like a trickle down effect, even though the future of, you know, movie theaters is it's fading out. I think for like small businesses, this will be a great opportunity because when, you know, theaters eventually get phased out, you'll have a little, t- you'll have towns that may have one or two movie theaters open. And someone's like, you know, what? we feel like going to the movie theater instead of, you know, staying in and, and streaming something. So for small businesses, this could actually be a really positive thing. Um, in all aspects, like a, like a niche right. movie. Yeah, house, yeah. Like yeah. So it's, you know, eventually, eventually, it's going to be you no know, movie theaters are going to be the new drive-in movie theaters. The it's going to be something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, essentially, like, hey, <laughs> you know, you know, instead of staying home, the only movie theater in town is actually going to have the new release of Spider-Man or the new Marvel film, and then the next thing you know, it's packed. The whole movie theater is packed. So, um, unfortunately, I think that for small businesses, I think this could be like a really and I'm and I'm not just talking small businesses for it's like a trickle down effect when you have like, OK, we're going to go out for a movie and then we're going to go eat something and X, Y, Z. And it's just it could be like a domino effect for a lot of small businesses. And people don't really when it comes to movie theaters, I don't think people really think about that, but it really is. Mm-hmm. So well, let's say they, they do a bunch of like single theaters and like a bunch of places. I don't think the the studios are going to pay for advertising and all that stuff, the amount of money it costs. They usually Whoa. do that because they know that the payback is gonna be is gonna be so much bigger because you have so many movie theaters, how much money they're gonna gross, you know, worldwide. Well you know. of course, but at the end of the day it's I'm really focusing more so on how profitable it is for the small Oh no no not necessarily like yeah, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, because like when they pay for the movie rights to street to to play that movie theater there, I mean when they play that movie there, when the, if the movies, I don't think they're gonna do a combination. If they go to straight streaming, they're gonna go to streaming. They're not gonna do well. We'll do some streaming here and then release it to a couple of the mom and pop sh- uh, movie theaters. They're either gonna do it, you know, one under the other. Yeah. So hopefully there's some type of, I don't know, some type of because somebody's gonna buy my, them. Somebody's gonna buy them once they go bankrupt. Somebody's gonna buy this, all their assets. This and, whole time. I have just been disagreeing with everyone but Jeff. Solely just because <laughs> right, it's just because of the fact that like I have friends who work at MGM. I have friends who work on with Amazon regarding their television and production unit. M- Mom and pop things are going to be going away. I'm fairly certain about that. Right about now, what the profit ends up being for films is the bigger blockbusters. Maverick, uh, Top Gun Maverick, a prime example. When we get those bigger, we don't have Jurassic Worlds anymore. It doesn't have the same appeal. But when we get those films, that's what does it. You have to look at the trends of the industry entirely, and the bigger films end up doing it. What streaming does, and this is why I kept disagreeing every time you're like, streaming killed it. No, this was the declining uh, business that's been going down in terms of its sort of 
uh, attendance solely because of the fact that they didn't really know how to fill it up because people started to understand where it's like, well, it's easier for me, like, if I'm going to buy the Blu-ray, I'll buy the Blu-ray. Or if I'm going to go stream it, I'll stream it. It depends on what the niche ends up being. Streaming also became such a facet where it started becoming really C-list content. And I hate to say that, but there's not a lot of... I, I'm sorry, you said what? thousand percent C-list is content. I stick C-list? by it. If C-list, B-list, C-list. Most of, so now, I'm, now, I'm not disagreeing. Service, no, nothing on an original streaming service that is like B-up. You've never what seen is, it. What's, well, give me something that's worthwhile. No, I'm just asking if that's we, what... We just talked about Severance. Se- Severance, <laughs> okay. Severance, but here's the thing. Severance, right, is mm-hmm. currently on a streaming service, but it's produced and published through one of the bigger companies. That's still money that yeah. they're receiving on that end. Yes. But, what, but it's value to the streaming yeah. service. Is what yeah, the point but we're my th- m- here's the concept that ends up being, right? The same reason why mm-hmm. all streaming services are struggling right now. They're all, hung- they're all hungry for content, but they, ke- they keep expecting that one thing that's equivalent to a blockbuster for them, and they don't get it. I will agree H- with that. It's extremely the – streaming, the streaming, I guess, industry extremely saturated with, like, really mediocre content. So it's I will not- – I- No, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I agree with you on that. It's, it's like they keep putting it, all these streaming services keep out putting out all this content, but none of it is really like you'll maybe get like one or two things that's like, man, this is awesome. But the majority yeah. of it is just and it's like it's, straight to VHS. Yeah, yeah that's check this out, right? Even let's 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 say something, right? Um, let's say there is only one movie on your streaming service that is good. Okay, let's say that this that's Most worst case scenario. TBH, but go ahead. I'm going to 100% disagree with that, but okay. Let's say, for, for argument's sake, there's only one movie on Netflix that's actually really good, right? Mm-hmm. And you paid $15 mm-hmm. to watch it that month. I wouldn't because right? I'd buy it because of $15, well, I can own it digitally or physically, but continue. Even so, that's cheaper than a movie ticket. No, it's not. What are you talking $15? about? If you go to a, if you go to a, a hold theaters, on. You go Keep on, in mind, now I live in eat? North Carolina. It eat? does not cost that much <laughs> to do that. And also, when I when you want to get a membership, go to an AMC. Spend 20 bucks. You get 20 bucks for three tickets a week. And the uh, possible what, exposure though? to a pandemic. That's what I'm right? saying. Well, here's the thing. I get it. <laughs> exactly. I'm totally, I, I'm not a pandemic fan of it at all. <laughs> My local theaters, it's always empty. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a rhyme and reason, but it's always empty. So I'm not worried about potentially running into that situation. Not in the mm-hmm. slightest. I mean, I still, obviously, I'm vaxxed and I'm boosted and all that other shit, but like, my thing is that the whole industry as a whole has been flipping upside down slowly since the 90s because mm-hmm. blockbusters don't hit the same as they used to back then. They don't have the same you, mass of You know what killed them? It's not streaming. Streaming services. It's not streaming so, services, so, so, and I'll so, tell you so, why. No, they they well, already said I, that. If you watch well, the Blockbuster so, documentary, they, they, they talk about Netflix isn't the reason for Blockbuster closing. No, All it the wasn't. the money they made, the guy who was the CEO, he invested it in something else. So when things started to go well, south, Lampy was making that point too yeah. with the Cinema World, saying that the uh, the CEO was also doing bad business, Shit, yeah. But like, of course, I'm sure that didn't help. But like, that doesn't change the fact that that industry has been losing out to a competitor. It was streaming. It was losing, streaming out losing out before well? streaming was a yes, thing. That, that's that's the point I'm making. <laughs> is that all Kat, of it is kind Kat, of what were you saying? trickling down a drain that no one knows where it's going. Wait, wait, wait. Cat was saying something. Cat, what did you? What was on your mind? No. So essentially, I was just trying to say. So what I get from what you're saying, well, is that this would have been the trend, or this would have been happening regardless of COVID happened. This industry is. This was the the way that it was going regardless. You don't think that that's being the 
Is she breaking in and out? Yeah, sorry, Kat. Yeah, we're we're losing you a little bit. Time. It was. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm. I'm gonna make. Hearing mm-hmm. what you're. Berkeley said. What did you say that? Even regardless of the pandemic, that this trend would have continued, uh, in this same direction. Yeah. That's my point. At the same speed. I, I'm not saying that, listen, to say that it directly accelerated it fully is just a little foolish, right? Because of the fact that there's external factors that end up being a thing. The fact that the pandemic, yes, already impacted how we're producing, the con- types of content that we're consuming, and the fact that mm-hmm. things that was already, again, a dying art blockbusters are no longer a thing, right? We try to make it. It doesn't have the appeal of what it used to. So what I'm trying to get at where we're coming through it is that as those streaming services have their place, the entertainment in terms of film and television are kind of struggling outside of when they're on network shows. And there's a rhyme or reason for that. I can't really go into every aspect because I don't pretend I know everything that's going into it. I mean, I thought I understood the CW and they were like their main fucking category is like or their average age of their viewer is 58 years old. Oh, yeah, that doesn't add up to me. You add up that content, it's not that that graph is sounds wrong. And, no, but it's it's that's it's things like that that were revealed when Nexstar absorbed them or purchased them. My thing is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get at is that this is going this was gonna happen regardless. I don't I, I don't dislike this I don't dislike Netflix or any other streaming services streaming services that end up being a thing. I think they have mm-hmm. their purpose. I think some of their original content is fantastic, especially when they absorb it or they purchase it from older things. Like there used to be a show called uh, One Day at a Time that was a reboot that used to be on, I think, like Freeform or something like that and got absorbed by Netflix and then Netflix gave it out. Things like that, fantastic. Even when they do the original, like I know they do a lot of anime and sort of cartoons. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying that the pr- what ends up being the death of it is a lot it's a way more than just streaming streaming might have helped accelerated it's not the main reason though once you I start getting what would you trying to make right what would you there. think is the main reason it's then? you can't it's not it's it's a puzzle you can't it's not one piece that because I'm, I'm not i'm not saying streaming is the only yeah that's what i'm saying I mean, like, no no no, no. i don't think it's the biggest and the slightest i think there's been a struggle within the industry to create that sort of recapture that magic in terms right. of things as storytelling has started to become more hate to say it marvelized and how yeah. the fact that they have to follow that mm-hmm. sort of format i mean it's mm-hmm. the same reason why that you know what i think that in and of, what you're saying right now is further proof to the point i'm trying to make the fact that marvel has basically galvanized the blockbuster so that almost every single movie that they release is a bigger blockbuster than the last that sounds like a bubble yeah. I, something that at some point is going to need to burst hold on one second mm-hmm. at some point that's not going to be sustainable no one else is going to be able to keep up with them even marvel yeah and that that hurts the movie theater industry. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, the streaming services, which I believe are their biggest competition, are releasing very prestigious television series. It, like people, multi, multiple outlets have been saying like for years now that we are in a golden age of TV. Right. There are fantastic TV series. And it's because TV series work better on a streaming platform than they do in a movie theater. So that's the reason why you're seeing less and less bo- blockbusters uh, less quality in those blockbusters and higher budget, higher quality TV series because that's going to go to the more popular service, which is streaming. But well, we don't know if they're making money on it. No one knows that yet. Yeah, that's the problem. The know. problem is that the so- streaming platform, which is the most popular, which is the thing that's galvanizing everything right now, 
it's like, yes, we're getting a lot of subscribers, but the amount of money we're spending doesn't seem to equal the amount of money we're making. And like, they're only very recently starting to come to that realization. And they I keep mean, increasing prices as well. So that you, tells us. Yeah, because they're trying to. Right. Yeah, they're trying you to. Have, you have to look at it like this. I would correlate and say that streaming is pretty much the death of majority of cable television. Yes. And I think, yeah, I think that's more of a direct correlation that we can connect into it because of prices, because of the fact that we don't have to worry about ESPN because Disney wants to squeeze an extra two dollars out of us. That thirty dollar bill is now increasing higher. You know, what I mean, like it's things like that where those chunks are actually like you can attain and say that this is we can connect it and say it correlates as where film film is its own different beast and. So, so you're saying is it is it more so f like films fault? Like you're saying there are all no, these different I'm, factors. No, here's the thing. Like it's all what used to be a little bit more absorbable. Like the things that were more profitable back in the day, outside of just blockbusters, you can actually watch a smaller film. That's I would say indie esque, but not fully indie because they were picked up by like a bigger comp. But I'm saying the thing is that like that had more of an appeal where you can get your money back on that. But as the audience changed. The need changed as formats changed. That's not only streaming. That's the fact that we started to hold things in our pocket. That's the fact that we no longer want to collect physical things as much. There's the fact that there's mm -hmm. a lot of people who just don't, like Kat said it perfectly, I don't want to go to the theater. There's no rhyme or reason to do that. I have my comfort and I have, like if, if, if it's dropping VOD same day, okay. Pirates are going to pirate it either way. Right. So there's no profitable way. And we're going to link it, go through a whole different sort of assignments to try to understand where is it where. But you know for a fact, I mean, you work with Yubi now. You see, yeah, I'm throwing that in your face. You see where there's things like, for example, we had, um, what you call, Immortals Rising that's going to Game Pass. There's a mm -hmm. rhyme or reason that that's being done. We're not right. making any additional money. The money that we're making is to have that for a certain time frame on that on platform. Game Pass, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with Netflix. I mean, as it sounds dumb, but do you remember? Well, there was a show called Nez the Classified, right? Uh, School Survivor Guide, yeah, old thing. Show. Yeah, yep. I love that show, right? They don't get any royalties that it's on Netflix. That's right. not they in their contract. They paid a flat fee. To they get, get a exactly. Yeah. This goes straight to the line, the pockets of those who are actually distributing. So yeah. it's not like a it's not like a money generator, like you mentioned. We have to figure out where the money's coming from to gain from that. Mm -hmm. But as much as it comes down to it, I think it's just a bigger piece. That realistically, we, we we can't answer right here and there. We can say that streaming has escalated or elevated in terms of like how fast things are going. But that was for convenience. And now people who want mm -hmm. to watch movies, like bigger movies, can't right. go to Netflix. Netflix doesn't have that. They have mm -hmm. to get it from the major distributor. And that's right. still a factor because film still is, it's like, it's a weird sort of catch-22. Yeah, and we've seen that before. Like movie movies don't usually go to DVD or digital until... It depends on. It used to be like four or five months. Now it depends on how yeah, well the that movie window closed. It used to be yeah. six months at one point. Yeah. Now it depends on how well it does in the theaters. Now, well, from my well, last, not even. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. For my last thing is mostly like even as far as I go and I like going to the movies. The only reason I, the only things I go to see at movies now would be either Marvel or DC movie or a kids movie for my son. Like those are the only things I go to the movie theaters for. Mm -hmm. So anything in between, even someone who's an avid moviegoer just doesn't go see oh and the occasional anime movie but like so i see dragon ball that, super so bad right um so outside <laughs> of that like it's very hit or miss so like you said the marvel movies and theaters can't pay the bills off of a marvel movie every couple of months well um, you know how yeah. aggressive marvel is in terms of when they're showings you have to show it like a certain percent and they oh, have wow. to hit a certain theater like it has to be a certain audience so like it's 
for like AMCs and like Regals, it's okay. But traditionally, like if you're a mom and pop shop and you want to have a Marvel movie, you can kiss your biggest theater out. Like it's not worthwhile. That's why I hate to say it, but the good old mouse who I do love, so I can't say I don't, but the business side of it, it's a little greedy. And I say a little, it's completely greedy. Yeah, it's absolutely super greedy. <laughs> but uh, I mean, any any final thoughts on this before we honestly yeah. probably skip a topic? Yeah, please skip um, the middle one. Um, yeah, totally <laughs> random. I'm probably gonna get some flack for this, but I have not even I have yet to watch Multiverse of Madness. That's, That's okay. That's that. fine. That's you can live with it. I, I have not. I have not Marvel watched it. Don't watch it. I'll go. I have not. I have not. I have not watched that. I wouldn't say don't watch it. I haven't Marvel watched that. I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I have not watched. Oh, Miss um, Marvel's criminal. You have to watch that. That's I that's a, as a person Moon of color. Knight. Um, I haven't watched. Moon Knight's okay. The last I, thing I watched was. What's the one that came out before Moon Knight? Iron Man one. <laughs> Iron Man one. Well, I'm not talking about the chronological order. I'm talking about like Hawkeye. the way it's been released on. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. that's the last one I've watched. I, if I, I don't know. I just I'd watch She-Hulk since you're definitely going for your law degree. I think you'd really enjoy that. Yeah. You'll get some tat, some right tips, some pro you tips. Try, right you there. trying to say something? You trying no, to I say something? You, I think you <laughs> enjoy. All right, all right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she, she specified it now. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, we. That was a long conversation. We had a longer conversation before that as well. I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm I sorry. We, I, no, 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 no. It's, it is not your fault. Do not because I'm here. Apologize. 100%. <laughs> low, low key, yes. Yo, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, we'll, we will skip our middle topic because I think that's more of an evergreen type thing anyway. Um, I really do want to talk about that. It will come back. I promise. The virtual influencer thing. Can I, I just say one? Can I just say one thing? The Instagram models are shaking in their boots right now. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about the virtual influence topic. BBLs are going out of style. The virtual influencer is talking y'all. If you want to be back, if you want to be back for this topic, just just let me know. Wait, and I'll have you back. Same with you, Blue. I want to know what the acronym for BBL is, but I don't want to Google search it because if FBI gets me, that's Brazilian butler. Okay, all right. I thought it was something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sima. I'm sorry. I thought it was bodacious body lift. I thought it was I mean, big for some, brown legs. I don't know. I'm just making cool. up shit. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to our <laughs> final topic, uh, which we'll try not to spend too much more time on because this is something that we've talked about in the past. And really, it's just more kind of tit for tat type discussion between Microsoft and Sony. Uh, but like I mentioned earlier in the show, um, they're going through all the litigation that's necessary to finish up their acquisition of acquisition Blizz- uh, Activision Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially, a lot of documentation and correspondence has come to light. Namely, uh, two claims that I think are the most interesting. Microsoft, uh, well, Sony essentially accusing Microsoft of being anti-competitive with their attempt to acquire Activision Blizzard. Namely, the call of, like, you know, uh, making Call of Duty a first-person party franchise. And then Microsoft's return claim of saying, like, well, Sony just doesn't want to compete with us. They go so far as to block other people from uh, signing up for Game Pass. And, like, this is the back and forth that I want to focus on. Can I put a cliff note on that with you? Yeah, go right ahead. So for the first part, Sony said the reason why is because um, Call of Duty, nothing that anybody puts out can contend with Call of Duty. That's the reason why they're saying the acquisition shouldn't go through and Cap. it's antitrust because Call of, nothing can contend with Call of Duty is what their, their words were. That's a dying art too, yeah. but here we go. Cap. So like, so we can start there. Like, Does anybody in here 
have any agreement with that sentiment that Sony. I have. feel like that's a that's like a mom. So and so has this, and exactly. I want it too. You're not, like not sharing the yeah. toys. You know, like you have Apex Legends, Overwatch, PUBG, uh, Fortnite, um, all these that are essentially Fortnite's the same. So low on that list. <laughs> oh, you already know. You already know. At least I at least I acknowledge it. But no, it's like up, to say to say that is like the main reason why they're doing that. Like, come on now. Like we all know like who are you trying to fool? And they that said is, it's not that gonna is, be, it's not gonna be exclusive. It's still gonna be multi platform. So I don't understand what their argument well, is. For now. It's well, it's here, here, <laughs> they say it's for now. No, the, here's here's the, the, the truth behind the argument there. Um, Call of Duty is a big deal. Like every, everyone mm. is aware of that. Like it's definitely not the way Sony described it as like this sort of tentpole genre of its own. Like no, um, but it is a big deal, and it, you can move consumers from one platform to another by monopolizing Call of Duty content. The reason Sony knows this is because they, they do it. did it first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they struck those deals to get exclusive content onto the PS4 generation. Like they got like new maps first, and blah blah blah. Like they basically were like, "Oh, we're the the eminent uh, platform for Call of Duty." And you know what? Those three hundred and sixty Call of Duty players all migrated over to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So what they're fearful of is Microsoft essentially now owning the company can do exactly that on their platform. And even if even if they keep it multi platform, which they've said they do, it's coming day and date with Game Pass, which means on Sony's platform you're paying seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. But on Microsoft's platform, you're paying nothing if you're subscribed to Game Pass. And Sony knows that's going to shift a bunch of people over. But and I guess for me, I guess as a consumer, looking at it from a consumer point standpoint, like, yeah, if I'm paying, you know, $9.99 a month or then I think for the the high, it's like 15 bucks for the even, there's like another level. Yeah, the ultimate, yeah. Yeah, um, Game Pass Ultimate. As a consumer, like, okay, cool. So if Sony is seeing that. It's. I, I feel like Sony's kind of doing this to themselves. When I read through what you sent me, and I kind of start clicking on other links and kind of falling down that rabbit hole. If you know that mm-hmm. this is something that Microsoft is providing to their consumers as a company, why don't you do the same for your your PlayStation consumers? But the point is, you simply don't want to. You don't want to change. You don't want to change up what you have for your. So you're you're basically getting upset at a company for doing something with their own content that they now own, but you won't try to. You, you still want to charge people $70 for a game when they can get that same game on Xbox and have access to s- several other d- different things. Does that make sense? So it's I'm just little, kind of no, like... I, yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, you wanna, you're want to you basically complaining and whining and whining about it. <laughs> Mom, like, he I, had I, I, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I, like, that's, I, that's, I, that's basically what I see, what I thought of when I read that. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, don't apologize. <laughs> um, I agree with Kat, and I really feel like I would have... What I would have liked is if Sony's like, they see this threat, right? Because it's a clear threat. Just because Xbox says they not gonna, they're going to keep it multi-platform doesn't mean that they're going to keep it multi-platform. I, I don't care what he yeah, says. Yeah, and Lampy's throwing that Did out there as that? well. That, okay, yeah. Okay, right. so for now, it's multi-platform, whatever, right? I don't. Let's say that Xbox is going to make it exclusive. I wish Sony would be like, all right, bet. We're going to make something better. Right. Like, let's just have yeah. some competition in here. Stop crying about it, bro. But what's the difference between <laughs> that and like God of War? They have that. That's exclusive, right? Some people. Yeah, it's not a reason not, some bro, people buy a on, PlayStation. I'm just saying. Hold on, hold like, on. That's why I bought a PlayStation. The numbers though. I know you're right. I just mean that's, like, that's why I bought a. That's why nobody worried about God of War numbers when you're looking at Call of Duty <laughs> numbers. Yeah, it's. But the, the the thing is, if you were if you were like a big Call of Duty guy, like you'd have, 
you have bought an Xbox to play Call of Duty exactly. based on this land, this current landscape, it's a console and that's seller. what they're afraid of. Right. It's, I'm, it's so weird to think that people console jumped for a game like that. I understand doing it for just like whatever's cheaper. Like I understand being budget friendly, but to switch for that, very weird. It's only for maps and DLCs, and I'm I guess I'm not that heavy of a. But consumer. like that's that's their game. Like there there are some people who only play yeah. one game. Yeah, Call of Duty is that for but, so many more people. And that's true. But, like, but you also got to keep in mind Call of Duty, regardless of how we look at it, because it's it's not like it's gonna go away as much as I want it to personally. It's not. <laughs> but the thing um, is, is that realistically, their numbers have not been their numbers good. have been declining over the years. I'm not it's it's just because there's too much competition, mm -hmm. right? Why well, yeah. go through the point? When you're you right now we're in a rich age of free to play games, which makes it very very easy to jump into something very like if I want to play Call, Call of Duty is in that basket too. Yeah. Like Warzone is yeah, their but also, free to play version. But people who follow Call of Duty and have been following it through from the Modern Warfare time when Warzone dropped know that there's a lot of pay to win elements in terms of certain things. Like if I have for example the 2019 version of Modern Warfare 2 or whatever, Modern Warfare, whatever, and there's the, I want to play Warzone, there's certain guns that are unlocked if you have either Cold War or whatever the other version are, and you have to pay for right. that. You know what I mean? I, so there's things like that that's, mm -hmm. I mean, if you got it, you got it, or if you're really heavily into it, sure, do what you got to right. do. But I'm just thinking long term, I'm like, and this is hard for me because as a consumer, again, it's wah, 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 wah. And it sounds like that because of the fact that, like, realistically, and I hate to say this, but when comms are not distributed in the States, because I believe this was translated from Portuguese or something along those lines, um, it's very different because they can go through different mm -hmm. laws and they can just say what they want in terms of obviously it's not as heavy um, as, like, what you would expect from normal comms. But what's confusing to me is that because, and again, this is where I have to be a little careful, I see Microsoft's perspective. I do. I also see Sony's perspective, and it's very hard to find that in-between line because the way I look at it is that Microsoft, from day one since they realized they're not in PlayStation's ballgame, like they're just not. It's crazy, mm -hmm. the number difference, but in reality, they are making more of their subs with Game Pass rather than they did with their hardware and their console exclusives. It's just not. No, one's buy, no one bought an Xbox for Halo Infinite. If you did, then you're holding on to something that's just no longer there, right? Right. That's just kind of what it is. You can go either way, but my thing is that like Microsoft has been a little bit more consumer friendly in that regard. I mean, I, I would say a lot of it. Well, <laughs> I, I don't want to say too aggressively because like I know Sony had their own thing where they were even like I remember when Fortnite was going free to play. I think Sony is the only one that gets a, a huge cut from whatever interactions yeah, that came out in the came Apple out. Epic deal that Sony had like a, a side deal. Exactly. Paid them revenue for transactions that they would have lost out on. For making the game cross uh crossplay. But isn't that is, the point though? Like oh I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Like, go ahead, please interrupt. So um isn't that the point when you say uh Microsoft is more consumer friendly, like isn't that the whole point when it comes to these things? Like, you know, like you said, they may not be buying buying it for the like the hardware, but more so of what they can more bang for your buck, I guess, would that be the correct yes, terminology? Of course. Yeah, trying yeah, trying so, to add value yeah. to Game Pass. This is we have a we have a decent we have a, a a good software we have a good system. It may not be to the same caliber as a PS5 or something else, but the content that we give you, it gives you more to do with what we do have. If that makes any yeah. sense. So well, um, this this is why it was confusing to me though, because when I look at it, I'm like, Sony has done this for all of their exclusives. 
They just it's got friendly with PC. Strategy. <laughs> but th that's the thing. They're now taking notes from Microsoft because Microsoft has been like, all right, well, fuck it. If it's not going to work on our console, we might as well just be PC friendly. And that made it so much easier. Now, with the whole s prime example, we're getting all these Sony exclusives that are coming way years later. And their objective is to, well, we'll get them on PlayStation. And then we're assuming our consumers start to get a little. They have multiple consoles. Chances are they're going to have a decent computer. They can do so. And they can play our games. But it, it's like a double dip sort of situation, and it's hard to say. But I think of it like this: like this is the same shit that happened when, and it, it's not heavy for most people, but like MLB dropped. MLB games specifically used to be uh, the sh the show. It was PlayStation, yeah. And then now they, the first party Sony studio. They gave it up for a little bit, but that's also because it wasn't generating the same sort of money. I guarantee you, if Sony had exclusive rights to NBA 2K, they would not be friendly with anyone else. I 100% believe in that because of the I, fact I, that I 2K yeah. doesn't give a shit about consumers. I hate to say it like that. They really want you to get spend your money in-game, and that's just kind of how it is. So whatever. It's okay. That's fine. It's just confusing to me because outside of the, the consumer standpoint, it's just like, why are they bitching? Like either way, most people, I would argue, in this day and age have either an Xbox or another console or a PlayStation or another console or a computer in another console. It's very common nowadays. I'm not saying for every consumer, but that's just the assumption. And for the most part, if we're saying we're in, Amer in America and you're not like in the lowest bracket of income, okay, fine. You're getting what you get. That's cool. But also in the same regard, we, they all just need – they're leaning towards consumer-friendly, Microsoft, and PlayStation uh -huh. is afraid that they're just going to get – they're going to lose their cut of the pie. That they'll lose. Yeah. Right. But they're in reality – Because their competition is more appealing to the consumer. But in reality, they're playing different games. Whatever Sony's doing with their subscription service is not Game Pass. It's not touching Game Pass. Why? Same. Because they want to drop. They don't want the play. They don't want the uh, day and date to drop. That's the one thing that they're solely against. And I so, get it. It's and that's and that's because of the power and the prestige of their first party. But that's also my thing. Is this if they really wanted to play dirty, and Microsoft said it themselves. They're like, we recommend you dropping your games. The the console sellers. Day and date. And you know what? They're not. And I understand that because from a business perspective, they run things different overseas and, and in the Japanese mm -hmm. section of it. And okay, it's the same reason why Nintendo's stingy. And Nintendo just wants to do their Nintendo thing and make all their money. I'm not mad at it. It's just weird to hear this bickering between Sony and Microsoft when in reality, Sony can continue doing what they're doing and they're still, what was it? The PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4 sold... Like three, like some ridiculous number. Xbox didn't even touch it with the Xbox One systems. Yeah. They don't have to worry. People are there. It's just a matter of are we going to play friendly or are we going to be able to find some middle ground? Right. Well, that I think they're both thinking more long term. I feel like yeah, they can kind of like. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry no, you're no, good. Go, 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 um, go, go, go right ahead. I feel like you know you want to keep things exclusive. Like this is our content and our content only and X Y Z. But I feel like you know in this day and age when you, like you said you have. Um, you know all these these uh, the Game Pass and all these games, and then you have cross and then cross play is a, a contributing factor too as well. Like if mm -hmm. I if there's a game that I can play on PC, my friend has an Xbox and my other friend has a PS5. We can you all can play thank together. Fortnite for that, thank you. Problem right. solved. Look, one more person says that Fortnite is a godfather of anything. I'm about to fight. Meet me, in my I'm just DM. saying. <laughs> going I'm down. just I saying. With, with, so. Without Fort being. <laughs> 
as fucking open as they were because they knew they were making so much money. Remember, people were gatekeeping. No, they, they forced their hand. Sony was like, yeah, nah, we're not turning that. on the Switch. And then eventually, consumers like, okay, got to the point yeah. where we're like, we'll swap over. And it's like, all oh, right, maybe we'll turn but on But I feel like I, there's certain things that I feel like should be exclusive to, like, for example, Zelda, um, Super Mario. Those are off, obviously Nintendo exclusives. And I feel like it, for me, it would be kind of weird to be playing it like on an Xbox or like on a, on a PlayStation. It'd be great that's on that's 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 just me, though. However, no, there's certain like down the road for stuff like if you're looking at your company as a whole, trying to keep so much stuff exclusive, it's going to shoot, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. But that's just myself yeah. from a working where I were working for the Department of Defense. The defense, I'm just using an example, the Defense Commissary Agency. That mm-hmm. is something that military and uh, retirees can use. But now recently, the Department of Defense has opened up the exchange. It's basically like a store that people can shop on base. Mm-hmm. However, the commissary will not open up shopping for Department of Defense employees. And in, in my head, I'm thinking... As long Why as you gatekeep it? That you're losing revenue. That's yeah. still there's still mm-hmm. some, there's still some type of exclusivity to it. DoD civilians, military, and yeah. retirees. That's still a demogra- uh, an exclusive demographic that you're mm-hmm. looking at, but you're losing out on revenue because you don't want to open it up a little bit more. So I just I just say that to say that down the road, they, if Sony keeps doing this, oh sorry, my phone's ringing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if um, Sony keeps so, doing this, they're going to end up shooting themselves in the foot, and it's going to backfire. And that's right. not just for Sony; that's going to be for anyone who tries to keep something. Yeah, for anyone, for and, anybody. And that is the trick because we've we've literally have proof of exactly that. Microsoft, who was doing it as well, keep, you know, making big budget exclusives and trying to sell their consoles based on the strength of them, have seen now that it's not it's not easy to maintain. Like they their big tentpole titles. A lot have dropped in quality, and so folks aren't really looking to them for exclusives anymore. They have to pivot and do mm. something else. Now, Meanwhile, Sony and Nintendo have been able to consistently produce very high-quality exclusives, and that's why they keep going down that same path. But right. as soon as they start slipping up, they're going to find themselves in the exact same boat. Yeah. Now, I have a question. Now, we, we usually judge things by the history, right? Like, we're determining mm-hmm. future actions by previous actions. Now, we said Microsoft might not honor that well one once they make that statement public that they will honor it there's no way they won't honor it that's BS. Um, they've done that before I, name name one time bro I, okay go ahead keep talking i'll just pull up the example okay i, th- I thought you had an example <laughs> for me oh, no i just know that like, they've done that multiple well, times like, we're talking about previous um behavior what are some of the things that microsoft has done in order Public statements mean a lot, just like with uh, Diablo. Yeah, I disagree with that. Diablo. I don't. I don't think a public statement means nothing. Yeah, Diablo Immortal. They never said they weren't going to have monetization in it. They were, never said it wasn't going to be pay to win. They never say you. Um, they said the only thing you would have to pay for would be the the legendary gems. Which, unfortunately, if you're playing a game, the legendary gems are the most important thing. They never said they weren't. But if you see the release of Diablo 4, they specifically stated that it will not be a pay-to-win model, that you will not be able to buy gear. It will be purely cosmetics. Now, if they go back and change that, the backlash from that, just like we saw in... um, uh, What game was that? Uh, Who did it in um, Crash Team Racing? They said they would never do a... uh, They would never put microtransactions in that game. When they went back and did it, they pretty much killed the game. Like nobody even plays that game anymore. Same thing with uh, Star Wars uh, Battlefront. Once they said they weren't going to do any pay to win stuff. Once that came out that they were, and the difference between pay to win versus grinding for characters, it pretty much killed that game as well. 
So you can't just say anything in public. And also with the antitrust thing, if they're saying these things just to move over to acquisition, then the acquisition goes through and they're like, well, you know what? We changed our mind. We're not making a multi-platform. But I also mean on their past behavior. They also just implemented what Discord, which yep. also is a, a relationship with other consoles, other platforms. They know that people want to play with other consoles. I think that should... Well, that, that other platform does happen to be PC. It does. It does. <laughs> but it doesn't say PlayStation can't hop on Discord and play with you. It kind of may, puts it in their court. Hey, maybe they should add Discord too, right? Like if we saw a PlayStation added Discord, right? That would mean that everybody's trying to play together. But right now, you know, right now we know PC. They're going at least going to PC, right? Um, but I don't see them cutting off that revenue from themselves, like Kat said where they're going to go from making a multi-platform to just... Because pretty much, if they're making multi-platform, the money that they would have lost by putting it on Game Pass, because you also haven't seen how they make money off of putting games on Game Pass like that, mm-hmm. they would have made back a, a good amount of that money by putting it on PC and putting it on PlayStation. That just doesn't make sense for them to cut it off. And also, like I said, just the market of people playing Call of Duty, I feel like it's just so much more on PlayStation because that has been their go-to even with the beta this weekend like you got it a couple days earlier or something if you were playing on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 so they be- definitely have a big market for Call of Duty I don't see it being a good business decision to cut them off and um, just move everybody over to, to Xbox I just don't see it happening I want to respond quickly to the disagreement that either uh, Sigma said and Blue a public statement to you as a consumer mean means nothing is asinine. And you should know this, Casey, because you work within the gaming industry now. A public, how your public perceives you is going to make or break when you get your bottom Extremely dollar. Extremely important. Yes. I know it means nothing to other people, and it doesn't mean that it can make or break. But that whole thing, like you've mentioned, you ruin your community development, you're gone. That's exactly what happened with Star Wars Battlefront. And I was say for me when it comes to the whole topic of public statements it's like the sincerity behind them because usually oh yeah the sincerity is hit or miss yeah the sincerity behind it and as a consumer people can pretty much after they read the statement like okay i call bs cap like you're obviously you're obviously putting this out because of some type of backlash or some type of uproar i do agree with what you're saying like you know if you're using if you're you know poor in your community engagement and transparency with your consumers that can that can be detrimental to you or whatever it is that you're trying to promote or your brand. But mm. for a lot of times. On when it's reactionary, side, it's bullshit. I give you that. Yes. When it's reactionary. So like in, especially like in the beauty community, like, like the beauty community and the, you know, um, and other stuff that I, that I'm into, like when public statements are usually released, it's usually after the fact, it's not mm. like a, it's like, yeah. someone, it's the publicist happened. saying we got to fix this. Hey, we got to, you know, smooth things over. So, um, this is a really good discussion, but I can definitely see both. <laughs> I can definitely see both sides of that, of that argument. But, but Blue, you wanted to I'm sorry, respond to part of that, right? Uh, a little bit. I'm still doing research because I, I found a couple um, a couple things that Microsoft had said, but I, I want to get like the, the solid stuff together to, to put to y'all. But um, as far as uh, the importance of public statements, right? That's, that's kind of what we're discussing right now. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about a public statement in... Um, retrospect versus a public statement um kind of as a preemptive strike you know um mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like you're kind of putting you're putting more sincerity in one or i should say more value excuse me in one just because it's retrospect and sure. i i think that's granted the, you know the nature of it but at the end of the day 
I don't know. It's I don't I don't believe I don't believe a public statement until I see um, the actions behind it. The actions like behind it, of, right? And right. I don't I don't count out I don't count out the other possibilities. Yeah, um, of course. That being said, I think it's highly possible that Microsoft just says, you know what, Call of Duty is all ours, and I think they'll be completely fine. I really think they'll be completely fine because the people who play Call of Duty, they don't give a damn. They're gonna play Call of Duty. I think they'll see a, a class I think they're just like lawsuit. Kingdom Hearts fans. That's dramatic. <laughs> that is dramatic. I'm being, being serious. I'm being serious. No. I think I'm lying. We've seen that with certain games where people have sued. Uh, oh my God, who got sued? I mean, it would be baseless. I would not be surprised would, though that a bunch of like Sony uh, fans some got people together and was like, "We're gonna sue." Red Bull got sued because they were saying they gave you wings, and the guy won the lawsuit because he did not have wings. He got sued, and it's a real-life story. He this sued, might have please, been a niche content. Please, I, please send me a link. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> information crazy. on that, please. Yeah. I, I need to see that. Ex- ex- it, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I actually have to hop off. I have to. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just didn't want to uh, just yeah, like, been, bye, peace yeah, out. Yeah, but, yeah, we've been going for a little bit. Um, uh, we're pretty much at the end here. Do you yeah. want to do your sign-off? Sure. Um, you go. can find you can find me, Yokina Cat, on Instagram and Twitter. I actually just reactivated my Facebook um, yesterday um, after like yay. forever. Yeah, yay. So you can pretty much find me on all social media platforms um, except TikTok. Um, I'm primarily on Discord, Twitter, and Instagram. So Yokina, Yokina Cat, it's the same across all social I'm assuming she's so, um, social you can, media? Find me primarily most of the time in the open party Discord. Um, in the, in, I'm sorry. You can find me. Oh, I'm sorry. Kinda, <laughs> you can you're find me. Cutting in, out a little bit. Sorry, you can find me at Yukina Cat on um, pretty much all social. It's the same. So my handle is the same across all social media. I'm usually in the FGC chat on Discord. Um, that's where I am most of the time. So if anyone wants to run some hands on some Tekken or Mortal Kombat 11, just hit me up. But that's pretty much it. Nice. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, I mean, yo, a cat, feel free to hop off. <laughs> Bye, uh, y'all. If, if anybody, I for blue. See you later. Bye, y'all. I appreciate you. <laughs> if anybody else needs to, like, run, uh, go right ahead. We're going to wrap this up soon. I just wanted to make sure if anyone has I just want to yell at Casey any, like, lingering minutes. comments on this. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. The one thing I just wanted, I'll make it simple and, and as quick as I can make it, is just that the fact that, like, we, you're looking, the way I look at it is that Microsoft has been trying to be more profitable. And they're doing so to make sure that the reason how they're able to do that is to obviously provide that service, but also realistically being more buddy buddy. And that's because of the fact that Nintendo and Sony has had their shit locked down for a while now. And there's a right, and, and I, you know what? I think the whatever's more friendly to the consumer at the end of the day is always going to be a win in my book. So whether mm-hmm. it be cross plat, whether it be um, at the fact that they're not trying to keep like gatekeep things and like, hey, listen, if you want to have this on your console, that's okay. We just want to get our cut. And I, I think realistically, that's where the industry needs to lean a little bit more. Obviously, Nintendo might be the exception to the rule because they're never going to change. But I think <laughs> if Sony wants to change their perception instead of being harsh to the consumer i think they should at least start hearing to the outcries because people have been wanting it i was gonna i wanted to play i wanted to play straight but i didn't because of the fact that like mm. i had to do the extra thing and i don't see yeah, value in there an additional tier of their game pass competitor like it's exactly it should be 
they're it's expensive. They need to figure out what they want to do, and I'm sure they will with time. It's just a matter of seeing what they what's more profitable for them. And if they want to continue playing ball with having their exclusives on their end, okay. But know that if you're a PC player, you should probably play the waiting game if you don't want to get a PlayStation or you don't want to deal with it till then. Because everyone has, if you have a th- modern day graphics card and you want that experience, I don't think you should deprive yourself of it. Um, but you got to give things time. You gotta, okay. And maybe Sony will do it. Maybe they won't. But I'm happy with how Microsoft is proceeding with it. Okay. Respect. Like, so my, my final thoughts on this is just we already have proof that Microsoft can adhere to this line of, of dialogue. The fact that they'll keep it multi-platform because they bought uh, Minecraft and it kept it on every single platform that it was on beforehand. And they've, they've not gone back on that. <laughs> Like, so, like, we, we have a case study already. So, like, I feel like that, that lends a lot of confidence in the fact that they will also do the same thing with a, a franchise as big as Minecraft, which is Call of Duty. That, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, Baba, Black Sheep, Sleep, Sleep, Sleep. <laughs> All right, Blue, <laughs> yeah, what's up? let folks know <laughs> where they can find you as we <laughs> um, Right now, you can just check my Twitter and um, you'll find me in Discord. Uh, BLUB0NES. I'm not doing too much uh, social media right now, um, but I'm around. I'm around in the, in the shadows. <laughs> A very, very blue colored shadow. Very shadows. Blue, dark blue shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Superman Jeff, where can folks find you? Uh, man, you can find me around. Uh, most have been working this week, but, uh, when I am home, you can find me in the discord as well. Superman Jeff 12 across all social media. Um, if you haven't already, definitely follow the top channel and everyone that's here. You'll see their handles above and below their name. They're a little jumbled right yeah, now. Yeah. I was like, Oh, what happened? You, you know, who's yeah, who. you know, you know, who's who I'm Sigma. <laughs> I'm Wilsey blogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but other than that, um, tomorrow I'll be doing some more multiverses. Been doing a lot of that lately. Um, once, uh, the season 18 drops for Destiny 2. I'll be doing some of that on Thursdays. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. And then I think later today we'll be doing Super Smash Sunday at 2.30 yep. p.m. Eastern. Um, so definitely come through for that. Come play. Come watch. Uh, drop some bits if you got some time. Maybe subscribe. Who knows? You know. But, yeah, that's all I got. Nice. And for Wilsey Blogs, where can folks find you? What you been up to? Um... You can follow me at Twitter, at Twitter. Yep, at Twitter. Yep, that's it. Follow me on Twitter at Wilsey Blogs. Uh, I I'm sure if you just type it on the Googles, you'll find it everywhere. Whether it be a podcast or whether it be Facebook, Twitter, whatever, it's all the same bad boy. Um, I've just been kind of thriving a little bit, trying to make sure I'm catching up because I've recently moved. So I've been trying to still got boxes I got to open up and go through that process. So I haven't really gone crazy. Um, might have a sporadic stream here and there. So if you want sometimes it's twitch.tv forward slash will see blogs sometimes it's on youtube will see blogs it really depends you type in the name it's pretty easy to find it's not a complaint on my end um i also just realized i'm not in the open party discord what and i that that doesn't sound right well that's i don't (laughs) use discord as often as i should um, and this is a little confusing at the fact that I don't have it. So I'm going to see if I can just pop All right, The link is in there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. no, but I was in there and I'm very confused as to oh, why I'm not. Small thing. Limpy, you moved to the, to the States. How, how's that going for you? Just something small. Oh, he moved to, they moved to States. Okay. And he moved to the States. No, I don't, I don't think he's moved yet. Oh, okay. 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 I think he might be talking about a general move. Uh, oh, he said, oh, he said long story. He didn't move. 
okay. All right, we'll have to hear that. Gotcha. Yeah, we got to figure out more. But yeah, um, if anything, again, I would recommend following on YouTube and uh, Twitch to do random things. I've been trying to play more uh, community s games just because of the fact that, like, realistically, I get bored with playing the solo player games. So now I'm just yeah. that's why I've, multiverses. You know, they're not playing. If you need, if you need a partner, let me know. Sometimes you know, if you we said one. this last time we're Roll of Champions, and none of you fuckers messaged me, so I'm just gonna cry myself. To I never you. lied about Roll of Champions. I never intended to play it. I sent a message out about Roller Champions in the Discord. Was it? You should have been in. <laughs> All right, then that's on me. That's on me. Okay, so then, yeah. Um, then now I'm in there. So if you wanted to at me and see if we wanted to play either multiverses, I know no one in this place wants to play Fortnite, but if for some reason a demon gets in we, you... We might we might play Fortnite. Oh! Might, yo, it. just say... I, I guarantee you, as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to get something to drink, watch a little bit of Paddington, and I'm going right into Fortnite. I'm just going to start cracking people with Vegeta's big-ass head. But that's that's a whole different conversation, nice. so... Thanks for having me. Um, okay. Uh, no problem. As for me, you can find me at CinemaGears9. Uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, follow the Twitter for updates on whatever else I'm doing for the rest of the week. We'll go ahead and sign off now. It was a really long episode. Apologies to anyone who needed to be elsewhere. Uh, but we'll see you next time. Oh, we'll see you for Superman Sunday. Peace.